what up guys welcome to rizzo on the move i am your host joe rizzo and this is my podcast powered by the movers check out movers.org with a z movers with a z to see what we're all about and to collaborate as far as this show goes we feature people from every walk of life from all different parts of the world we believe that everyone has a story to tell no matter who they are now let's make some moves Oh, yo, there's like a million things going through my head right now because this day he's going to Africa tomorrow. You're going to Africa. Yeah. Tomorrow. Where? South. We're going real. No, no. We're going to real Africa for seven days. And then for the other seven days, we're going to fake Africa. (laughs) We're going to South Africa for Cape Town and doing like bungee jumping and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that there. Yeah. The first seven days, though, that's real Africa. Wow. What are you doing there? We're going to school. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. We're oh. you know, the yeah, only love foundation. I don't know if you know about yeah. like, the whole world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you done something like that before? This is my first trip, but I've been like helping out. But this okay. is my first trip. What made you want to do that? What, do that? Yeah. Help. Like what like inspired you to do this in particular, like this program? Oh, interview just turned the yeah this is dope <laughs> i'm th- interviewing you yo i know this is great <laughs> wait are you comfortable like that should i you want to sit get comfortable and like, i mean i guess i could like slide yeah use the stand i don't know i'm pretty comfortable right now I'll, like adjust yeah. all right cool like i can like a living room yeah this is how i'd sit on the couch this is how i'd sit on the couch if i was watching a show that i like really liked or like haunting a pill house and i was like really scared up or something and then like right in case i have to jump up and exactly. run yeah <laughs> But if I'm like watching Friends, I'll like sit back. So we're going to go through an episode of Hill House and then we're going to go through an episode of Friends. <laughs> um, wait, what happened before I told you to sit back? He asked you if you were comfortable. He asked you if you Am were I comfortable? comfortable? No. Well, what inspired no. you to go? I asked to her. <laughs> oh, what in- yeah. No, it's just like the point of life, like help people. Absolutely. So like once like we started working with them, I knew that it was like, all right. <laughs> yeah so i'm just gonna go out there and see what happens okay <laughs> we're going again in may and then again in july oh cool two trips already yeah it's gonna be three going tomorrow what? oh three is it? yeah yeah tomorrow? huh how many of people you are going many tomorrow yeah of you are going 13 tomorrow. yeah 13 people Dope. are you yeah. all packed Nah, not at all. That's why I'm bugging out. We actually had a, we had a podcast oh my god, I'm taking up. Really? Didn't think he was leaving tomorrow. I thought I was leaving the next day. And, and when did you find tomorrow. out you're leaving tomorrow? Yesterday. Today. Yeah. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. Man, yeah. you need to pack. Yeah, I didn't pack. I'm sorry, I'm taking up your time by being here, <laughs> man. No, no, this is good. I need this. <laughs> this I'm good. fucked up. <laughs> this is last bit of Long Island High before he goes. Yeah. Before he goes, I'm screwing up right now. You know. But that's what happens. Like, oh, all right, I had my passport this morning, and now I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really can't believe you. you I can't really can't believe twelve hours before you're supposed to be. Really no, yo. Yeah, so it's somewhere, but I'll find it. Like it just. Like you didn't take it out of the house, out. right? I did. You did. Because I I always have it in my backpack. Um. No, don't carry your passport around. <laughs> Can you write all this travel down? Rules. First travel rule number one. First travel rule. <laughs> don't carry one. your passport. This write all like, the rules. No, down. this is like life rule. <laughs> like, this is probably life rule number like forty-two or something. Like, don't carry your passport. Where my passport might be? Oh, I sold gold today, <laughs> so it might be at the place that I sold gold. God. Yeah, guess what? They just sold the passport today. Yeah, guess what? They just sold the passport what? today. 
Oh, yeah, right? They're going to be selling your passport. Yeah. They won't sell it. Yeah. Her name was Adrian. <coughs> yeah, I'm sure. She wouldn't do that. Probably just what her name tag said. No, but seriously, that. like, if I don't find this fucking passport, I'm not going to Africa. Yeah. This got real. What time is your flight? 6 p.m., so I have some time. Okay, you have time. But still. I'm not going to sleep tonight. No, yeah, I'm not going to sleep till I find it, so. Well, best of luck. Thanks. I bestow my graces and good fortune Oh, my God. On oh, you. That was deep. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, I'm definitely going to find it. I don't it. know if I have the power to do that, but let's some pretend. Tai Chi. Some stuff like that. <laughs> you know when you go hiking, like, you just see the people d- doing Tai Chi all over? No. Oh. No. You Maybe know? you'll see that a lot in Africa. I want to see that. I'm sure you will. Thanks. I'm actually um, trying to plan a trip to Thailand in March, so we'll see. Did you, Oh, really? You're going to get How long did you stay for? Wait, you got to get on the mic, s- Steve. Come oh, through. that's what I would do. Two weeks. Steve went to Thailand for two weeks. It was great. And he's came great. back. Oh, there, he's going to Africa, too? Can you sit over there, Steve, or no? <laughs> Can it reach? This mic won't reach. Oh, it won't reach? Unplugged all the other mics. Unplugged. Okay. I didn't do that. Okay. Thank you for letting me be Thank you on the podcast. No, uh, the you podcast. guys were about to have a conversation. Just now it's over. <laughs> Thailand, Steve. We're talking Thailand, about Thailand. You know, you've been there for two weeks. She's trying. Yeah, come here. We can get close. Come here. That's so funny because, like, you guys are the big guys, like sharing the couch, and you're by yourself. <laughs> Man, I've been getting these like fake phone calls. You want to answer, and we'll, we'll talk to him. Should I? Yeah. All right. What if it's like my doctor? Okay, wait. Hang on. <laughs> Hello. Like, this is so it's annoying. Congratulations. Yeah. congratulations. It's from Hempstead, so, like, you think that it's, like, something important. It's and I, like, I'm patient with it, too. Like, I'll go in, and I'll wait until they say, like, press three to opt out. Like, I'll do that. I do that almost every time, but then I still get more. Nah. There's, yeah. See, yeah. but if you keep hanging up, then you're, you're accumulating on these lists, and you're just going to get more and more. Like, I try to weed them out. Oops. I try to weed them out. But I still get more. Anyway, back to Thailand. It's like Sorry. a website you can go on. Really? Like a website. Put your number into and get more. Put your number right. into and get more. Yeah. I did it kind of. Did it work? For a, little a week. Bit. A little while. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because like no one has home phones anymore. So they have to like access you somehow. They'll find you no matter what. Steve, you went to Thailand for two weeks. What's good? Yeah. I went with Ryan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan and Matt and that whole group. Matt, We're like 10 of us. We're like 10. How did you like get around easily with 10? It wasn't easy. It wasn't no. easy. Right. It wasn't easy. Um, I mean, while we were there, I mean, it was easy. We just took flights. We, there, we did. Took flights. We did. I think just flights, and then one ferry to get okay. to the island. Ferry. But which island did you go to? Kopp. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about going to Kopangan. I think that's how you. Yeah, something like that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah they're they're all like party islands down they're, there. They're all like right. party islands. Well, that's the one that also has the full moon party once a yeah, month. We missed that. We were. We it's a full moon party. So. Every full moon, they just every full but moon. There's like a big problem with that. They like trash the island, right? Because it's all tourists and like they go crazy. It's like all from what I know. It's like we do they, they have live music, I think too, right? Actually, I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't there. I think it's just like a lot of like there. partying and drugs and like lights all night on the beach. The islands were works. The islands definitely were for partying. 
Yeah. The, Interesting. Like the best part of it for me like, was the best part of it. Uh, for me I love uh, Chiang Mai, which is that's what everyone says. Mai, yeah. Where you go, like you can go hang out with the elephants, go to the mm-hmm. elephant sanctuary. We rode these uh, mopeds up a mountain, mountaintop temple. Oh wow! Oh my god, that was the best thing we did. That was the best. How did you did you plan that, or you just saw no, that we, there was something? We were there. We were hanging out in. Um, we were hanging out in a hostel. We stayed at a hostel. Yeah. And some girl from Canada was like, "Oh, yesterday I rented a moped and went up to the mountaintop temple. And it was cool." And we were all like, "All right, let's do that." Right. Well, that's the best thing about staying at hostels is like you could travel alone, and you're still gonna find friends, and you're still gonna figure out stuff to do. Yeah. We met so many cool people from like so many cool people. A lot of Australians and Germans. A lot of Australians couple and Germans. People. A couple people from a couple people from Canada and Canada. One from Peru or something. Cool. We just like hung out with them. Just like for like four them. days. Man, that's so cool. Yeah, I well originally I was thinking Thailand because well I've been like back and forth about like what I want to do. Originally, originally I was thinking I'd go to India for a month and get my yoga teacher certification. Yeah. Um, Congrats. Which well. Thank you, but I decided not to. Not because, like, I don't think that'd be awesome, but I think more than, like, wanting to be a yoga teacher right now, especially on Long Island, because it's, like, so flooded. Like, it's so hard to, like, really... I know, like, four people that have become yoga teachers. Yeah, like, there's a lot of people doing it. Um, So if you want to do it, like, you really have to work at it. And not that I'm not willing to do that, but, like, music is, like, my priority right now. So, like, I wouldn't be able to really dedicate the time to be, like a successful like established yoga teacher here mm-hmm. but regardless but like what? going and having that experience is still like really important but I realized like what I really want is like to go away and kind of like have a vacation and like do yoga so that's why I was thinking Thailand has a lot of like cool retreats on the islands um so maybe like do that for like a few days a week and then travel around. Brazil has that it, stuff no not Brazil uh Costa Rica yeah I mean a lot of places like ha- yeah and that's why yeah I actually know people who have done the Costa Rica me too I know one thing but you got some options I do yeah I definitely but now I'm thinking like it's only two weeks which is like kind of enough to like see a lot of Thailand but not if I'm like staying at a yoga retreat for like half of it mm-hmm. so now I'm like Man, like maybe I'll do that another time, and then I'll just travel Thailand for two weeks. No matter where you go, you never feel like there's enough time. Yeah, you never see everything. Yeah, what we did was we spent like we did three days in Bangkok, three or four days in Chiang Mai. Okay, we wound up being in the islands for six. And I would have flip flopped the last two. And I would have flipped on like three days or four days in the islands, and then spent most of my time. Spent most of my okay. Bangkok was pretty cool too. Bangkok was pretty cool. Okay, a lot of people say, like, you don't need more than a few days in Bangkok. No, I mean, there's a ton to see, no, I mean, so you could, it's like New York City. So you could, right. It's like just as big. You could see so many things. You could stay there for two so weeks and not see everything. Stay there for two weeks. But, like, you go see a couple temples, go to a couple of markets, go to a couple, and they have, like, this house on road. It's like Bourbon Street. Yeah. It's like Bourbon Street. Cool. It's like the touristy. It's like the... Yeah. Chiang Mai is, like... Chiang Mai is still the best. Oh, you've been there, David? Oh, you've been everywhere. I forgot. Everywhere. David's been there, too. David's been Damn. There. David's yeah. going to Africa tomorrow, too. So, David, how can you... Oh, he's not on a mic. Get on the no, mic. he's not on a mic. How Get do you, like... He's eating, too. I don't know, man. Maybe we'll... <laughs> I just want to... Yeah, I just want to ask you one question. <laughs> What's the question? While he's getting set up. How do you, like, do that? How do you... 
how are you able to travel so much? Like some people like only get a few vacation days a year and they're like, then they turn 40 and they're like, man, I haven't seen the world. He's in the only love foundation. So you are in the foundation and this is your thing to do. Yeah. I'm the executive director. Cool. And Uber. Uber. Oh, so that's like flexible. Mm -hmm. You know, I heard that people can't get that job anymore. It's cut off. So when did you get it? A few years ago? Really? No one can be Uber anymore? Years ago. Okay. So it's like recent that it's cut off. Oh. In the city, they've cut it off. Wow, I didn't know that. Not just Uber. I mean, not just Uber. Right. Well, I already knew getting like a medallion was like really difficult or like almost impossible. But then, like the Uber thing is new. Oh, really? I, s- I played Crazy Taxi as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, man. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Thanks. What'd you end up eating? Taking Stuff a break from eating. Right? <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Tostones. Nice. I guess it's time to introduce the, the voice. Oh, yeah, we're talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so welcome back to the show. Wow, we just went. Yo, are we streaming? Oh, yeah, we are. 13 minutes without introing who was talking. <laughs> this is not terrible. Only like three times as much as like Joe Rogan, but it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, we'll have an intro in there, but uh, Gabby, what's, I just know you as Gabby. So I kind of, even though this is not my last name, um, my like stage whatever name, I go by Gabby Riel. So it's kind of like a playoff of, actually I had this realization speaking of travel when I was in Dublin, because I had some like music coming out from um, when I was working on some stuff in Barcelona and I, I needed a name. And like for some people, I think it just happens so easily, like whether it's like their regular name is just like so cool or they just like have a nickname or whatever growing up that it's like oh obviously that's going to be my artist name but I didn't have one and like I'm also not just an artist like I'm also a performing musician so I don't want to go by like some random name and like introduce myself to like other professionals and they're like what your name is like (laughs) I don't know like flower girl or like something (laughs) like so random that they're like what that's not your name but okay so it's like I need something that's like that I can identify with and don't feel like it's like so far off. Still you. And I can still introduce myself as like my name. So my full name's Gabrielle. So then I just split it up. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, so how do you say it? Gabby Riel. How do you say it? Oh, Gabby Riel. Okay, okay. Yeah. Gabby Riel. Okay. And you're also in a band. Yes. The Chameleonize. Yeah. Yeah. Chameleonize. Just yeah. Chameleonize. So Chameleonize as in like the verb. So like one word. Had a yeah. lot of conversation on how to spell that properly. Yeah, I mean, it's just like chameleon, and then like as if you were putting the eyes ending on like anything. Yeah. Chameleonizing something. Yeah, like saxophone eyes, or like yeah, whatever. Turning <laughs> something into a chameleon is chameleonizing. Yes. Yeah. So my drummer came up with that name. Um, we were just we've been playing together for years, but we like after a few years of putting out some music and playing a lot of shows like when we were in, in school and kind of just messing around. Um, once we decided that we really wanted to like keep it going, we were like, all right, well then we want to do this for real. But we also didn't feel great about our name. We just didn't feel like we identified with it. What was it? So well, it was Strips. Ex- well, we've actually had three names. Um, first we were Rumble Strips, <laughs> which we liked. But Ooh, I mean. in terms of like, I've been, I've been thinking like, a business person it's like day one so then i realized if you put that into google another band comes up that's not together anymore that. but they're from the uk and i'm like 
we're never like mm-hmm. it's gonna t- or at least it's gonna take a while for us yeah. to get rid of that. Knock so. them off. Yeah. You have to get. We'd have to knock them off. Exactly. So no. Then we came up with the second name, Strip Sixty Six, which we kind of just needed quickly because we were releasing um, our first like album, which is kind of like a half live like studio album, which is still streaming and everything under that other name. Um, what was wrong with it? Like, what? Where did it come from? The name? Yeah, Strip Sixty Six. I don't really know. It was just like just words, like Route Sixty Six. Like, well, we also we wanted we we liked the idea of keeping something about the old name in the new name. Um, so that's just like mm. what happened. And then we were just like a couple years later, like, I don't know, maybe it was like a year, maybe a couple years. Yeah. Of like us just, again, just like playing some shows here and there and then finally graduating being like, no, so mm-hmm. <laughs> we needed to come up with something else. And I was like, man, it's going to be a headache. Like I have to come up with like a new logo and I have to update all the social media and I have to redo our website. Like, You're not getting help? I mean... I'm just kind of like a control freak. So like you're like the kid in the group. It's like, I'll just do it. Yeah. Well, I'm like the band (laughs) mom. So like at the end of the day, like a lot of things, like if it comes down to like a decision, if we can't like find something, a lot of times I'm just like, all right, well, if I'm going to be the one like doing it, I'm just, I'm going to pick what we're doing. Um, But we do make like pretty much every decision together, which is really cool. Like I like always on the same page. Yes. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just I just assume a lot of that work, especially like when you when you have when you're the one that has the website and you're the one that like has access to all the social media accounts. I mean, no, we all have access, but I'm the one that like checks it. Mm-hmm. Then a lot of times you just end up doing a lot of that work because right. you're like you're the right. one like messaging people and just realizing that things need doing more work. So more work than you know before exactly going into it. Yeah, and like I'm happy to do it, and and like the guys are great. Like they'll help me with whatever I need like for example we've just had like a string of shows for the past couple weeks and literally like two nights before the show I just kept myself up all night like overthinking because I really I realized that we needed to get the merch together like we had our merch but I needed to get the merch table together like it's not just enough to have the merch like gotta I already make it look covered good. that right. we yeah. gotta like make it look good so then right. I'm like oh my god like I gotta work tomorrow and I got a gig I have no time to do this I stayed up all night just like making a list of the things and like kind of planning out the times in my day for me to like acquire these things that we would need so i got like i went to the thrift, sh- thrift store so and i got planning like planning out every minute of the day pretty much <laughs> i needed to i like literally needed to and this is why i'm sick oh, yeah. <laughs> this is like why i have no voice now but like you ended up getting everything yeah so like it's been good like we um we've like sold a lot of merch and we've already done most of our shows um, we have one more for this like short string um, in Syracuse on Saturday at Funkin' Waffles. So, yeah. and that should be a good one because we have a lot of people coming, and I've always wanted to play there. I've like known a lot of people that have played there. Mm-hmm. So. Did Did you explain where Chameleon Eyes came from? Oh, or the exactly the name. Yeah. Um. <sighs> you don't know. I mean, wow, I have to fun. talk to Ben, our drummer. Like, yeah. I I really don't know actually. Okay. Maybe I knew at some point, but I just, from what I remember is we were, like, in our group chat, like, coming up with a lot of different stuff, and that was one of the first ones that was said, and I just kept that, like, in my bank the whole time. Like, I said, like, I really love that one, but if we want to come up with some other stuff, so then we let it, like, marinate for a few months, and a lot of other names came in and out, but that one I knew. I just knew. 
It just happens. Like someone says something and then like someone says something. That's it. Yeah. You know, there's never a reason behind it. They just kind of happen. Never a reason behind it. They just kind of. I w- yeah. Magic. I wonder. Yeah. I'd have to talk to him. Like, yeah. how you came up with that. All right. Well, we but will. It's cool. One day. I feel like it like suits us because, for example, one of the problems we have, which isn't really, it doesn't necessarily have to be a problem, but, um, is like kind of deciding how to, like, what genre, genre we're really in. You won't know. You know, especially like you're like submitting music on somewhere and they like insist that you pick a genre and you can't you can't put in your own genre like right. you have to pick one of those it's like right. oh my god like what are we cuz it's like we're kind of a combination of like you don't want to be in a genre right like i mean it's like we sometimes we do though just because it'd be easier to say like hey this is what we yeah. do yeah um yeah. but like you really kind of need to listen to the music to know it's like we're just kind of like jazz influenced funk pop and like progressive rock it's like <laughs> it's like fusion i guess you could say if you were gonna just i heard plus word. side like i love that song thank you well that's actually separate that's like my own thing that oh, i did with another artist precedence he's so, a rapper right yeah he's a rapper producer Yo, he just followed me yeah yeah <laughs> so he's he is a lot of his own stuff and like collabs out so like i do yeah, chameleonize and then i do like my own stuff too yeah 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 i like that that's I haven't heard um any chameleon eyes yet, sadly. Well, we only have one single. It's called Sweet Out, but we're recording right now. And we have some others like almost ready, mm-hmm. um, that we're gonna be releasing probably as singles. Um, but the recording process is like not easy. Cause it's like even once you finally have everything recorded, which is not easy because you it's like if you're a neat fr- or a perfectionist, it's like Mixed nothing's ever good enough. Like mastered everything, like ready to go. Yeah, like even once you have that, then it's a matter of like making sure that enough people hear it. So then it's like making sure you're giving yourself enough time to promote it and like reach out to the right people. And it's like, it's a headache. <laughs> it's all day. Yeah. Where do you guys record? Where do you um, guys record? So sweet, sweet. We recorded at Voodoo Studios in okay. um, Port Jefferson, hmm. um, hmm. but then we just added a keyboardist to our band um his name is Gabe and he like grew up with Ben and he's like this amazing musician amazing like piano player and he actually studied like audio engineering and all that stuff at Hartford so then we recorded three more songs at Hartford and he's going to be recording the rest of ours we were so now we have like a few that are like half recorded but those three are done they're just like we're getting ready to mm-hmm. pump them out Eventually, but he yeah. gave us like a great sound like we've never sounded so good like on a recording, it's like it feels really good to like That's have cool. that. Sick. That's yeah, cool. we'll hear it soon. I'm, you're gonna play something later, right? Yeah, we can play. We can or play. Um, maybe I have to. I don't know. It's like, or is this just <laughs> you? Oh, this, this is just gonna be. Yeah, you. I could do like one of my secret songs. Secret. I don't know if I feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. With the bands, we can yet. have the whole band. Even on though here. we play it live, we, we play this band. stuff live all the time. But yeah, we could do another band. We have the whole band on here. Yeah, and we could do some acoustic a little bit stuff. Too. We could just play it from like YouTube. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's not. You could play Sweep. Yeah, Sweep is out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we could do that. I would want to hear a little bit of it, um, but we usually like to get on a timeline. So, start from the beginning. Like you're from out here. Yeah. Always were into music. Yeah, it kind of like always came naturally to me, but I, I don't come from a musical family or anything, mm. so it wasn't anything that I thought would take off in any sort of way it just was something that i really liked doing um it's just fun yeah like i picked up the vibe i wasn't really doing much of it i was singing and i was dancing and i liked listening to music but 
it wasn't until like I picked up the violin in like third grade, saxophone in fourth grade, and I just kind of got it faster than a lot of other people, but didn't know why. I don't remember practicing that much, but I must have like been really into it. Yeah. And I didn't really care about school. Like, like I cared about school, but I didn't really care about like music in school and like applying that and like practicing at home. Like once I started taking lessons, like I just like really didn't practice. Like I really didn't care. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good at this. Like I don't need to practice to like learn the songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And then is that like getting lazy kind of, or is that it was, well, the thing is I wasn't, I've been never been lazy. Like one of the problems is like, I really just didn't have time to like even sit down and like, get in that creative space because I was always involved with like a million things like I was an athlete Sounds I played like, like a ton of sport I'm s- literally I will be <laughs> doing this my whole happens. life it's so it's still happening yeah. it's so funny that it's still happening but yeah like I played a ton of sports and like I was dancing and then I was like really involved with student government like I was literally doing it all so and on top of music a lot of it was music like I was in all the bands and like all the school choirs and like stuff yeah. like that but in terms of, like, coming home and having the time to just, like, sit and, like, explore music, like, on my own time, like, I wasn't doing too much of that. I liked listening to music, like I said, but I wasn't really, like, shedding my instruments. It wasn't until I got to college that I was like, sure, like, I guess I'll pack my saxophone <laughs> and bring it to school, like, whatever, because I wasn't, like, going to study music yeah. um, at the time. But I was like, yeah, I'll bring it. and just started like getting involved. I went to SUNY Oneonta, so it's like oh, it's not a music school. Ryan, yeah, oh. that's how we met. So it's not like a music conservatory or anything. So it's really easy to like get involved. I ended up declaring a music industry major. Um, I was like, and same thing as high school. I started like joining a bunch of stuff, and then one thing led to another, and really started like jamming a lot and like practicing and like learning. I started learning jazz, like finally, like how to improvise and all this stuff. Um, then later I declared a second major in business economics because I realized I was going to have to graduate early and I wasn't yeah. ready. So I was like, <laughs> let me declare a second major. Um, and yeah, so, and I don't know, those four years, then I started thinking like, maybe I could keep doing this, but it still wasn't like, I've never been one of those people that's like, I I can't imagine doing anything else besides music. I, I've always loved music, but I, I also have done so many other things and I'm like, I have options, you know? Um, so you so you don't really know like what you well now here's where it changed yeah. so then I started like really getting like I started becoming more in demand and I started getting advice from like older musicians that I started playing with and um kind of like getting hired and that's what made me realize like wow I guess like people think I'm good at this and like people want me to keep doing this um and I think I just kind of needed the constant like push um, from others to like make me realize like oh okay like I should probably keep going um and so, so like in high in college were you doing shows I was doing shows yeah like I was performing with like I was performing jazz like every other Wednesday downtown and um, I was like in a funk band I was in like some original projects I was singing so I was like doing a ton of stuff yeah. um I started writing music too mm-hmm. Um, but again, it still was like these things just like were things I wanted to do. And I would give myself deadlines and I would make sure I was like doing them for a purpose and not just I don't know. It was like it was hobbies, but it was also work like anything I did was like being presented on stage. So it's like 
I don't know. It was just kind of second nature to me. I was just doing it just like I had always done. But I still wasn't like, this is my career. Like, I, I just, I don't know. It wasn't until I, um, like, kind of got my first big girl music job. Um, and I went to Barcelona for a few months to, like, perform, like, full time there. And then I was, like, started just realizing that there's, like, kind of a market for everything. And that I could kind of, like, fit into it. Did so. you not think, like, you could like be as good as anyone yeah or you went to Barcelona I guess I mean even while I was in Barcelona like I still like to this day like I'm still I still like doubt myself like a lot but I have a lot more confidence now that I've been like doing this professionally for like a little over a year I'm like you're making money from it yeah legit so like that feels good yeah um but I think it's just like in the blood of a musician to like never really feel good enough Probably any artist. Any artist. In general. Yeah, right. Like Yeah, not just musician. Yeah, artist. Yeah, like anyone. Like they probably like that guy who made the paintings probably like picking shit apart about it that he would change. Exactly. Like, yeah. But I don't think whatever what everyone tells me is like nothing about me like sheds any kind of doubt. Like I don't think I walk into a room and like show that I have any doubt. Because I once I'm performing, I don't. Yeah. But it's just like when you give me the time to sit at home and and be like oh my god like scrolling through instagram and stuff like it'll kill me yeah that's what i'm like oh my god i have so much work to do social media world scary yeah were you writing at that point or was that when you were, were you still doing at that point or was that when, when you, you were doing a lot of covers when you were doing um, a lot of covers when you first started well i was already writing cuz in college like i had my band and like i had a senior recital too which i wrote a lot of music for and like arranged for a whole band so i already knew i liked writing um, and then I was working with um, some, like, producers and stuff in Barcelona and pumping out some, like, dance kind of music. So that was my first experience, like, toplining, which is, like, writing, basically, vocals and melodies and stuff, like, over music. So that was my first experience doing that. And, like, I signed, like, a publishing deal for one of the songs. And that was, like, that felt really real to me. That's I was like, whoa. Real, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was, I've always, like, been writing. Um, and even all this time, like, now that I've been... Because then I came back from Barcelona after a few months um, in September of of 2017. And I was, like, not sure what was going to happen. I was, like, I know I want to be in New York, and I know I want to try and do the music thing now. Um, and then one thing led to another. And, like, in just... Literally within within a couple weeks, I had my first gig. And I was, like, whoa. And then, like, that led to another thing. And, like since then it's just been like nonstop, and I've definitely had my moments where I like it'll be like a couple weeks and I'm like man I feel like kind of really uncreative right now because it's just like I'm bouncing from gig to gig and I need to practice for those and I don't always have the time to like work on my own stuff and like meditate on like the music that I want to do um but I always want to put out right but I still always like do find the time at some point even when I get away from it What's your sign? What are you? I'm a Scorpio and a Sagittarius. You're I'm on a the Scorpio. I'm literally on the cusp, like on the day. Yo, my friend is too. November twenty. <laughs> of those two? Yeah. November twenty second. Yeah. He's yeah. On the cusp. That's like the day. Oh, Pavia. He's the one who just <laughs> he just decided to go to Africa with me two days ago. Oh wow. Like he's like yeah that's yeah <laughs> yeah like he he was born on the cusp like. Growing up, we were like, oh, this kid's a Sag. 
now he's a he's a scorp i think or it switches well, like every me. few years mm-hmm. yeah. that was me i thought my whole life i thought i was a sagittarius until one day i looked at one of the like calendars for those things and it said sagittarius starts on the 23rd and i was like what mm-hmm. no yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, changed everything so now i guess like when i read it i read both but i don't really read it that often i do feel like i identify with them do you do you know your like rising sign the rest of them or you just know your Sun sign. Oh, you don't know. No. It's far in depth. It's far in depth. Yeah, I get, and we won't do it now, but one day we'll go into it. <laughs> Where, because you have so many signs, you know. Oh, I didn't even like know. Like you that. have a moon sign. You got a sun sign. Okay, right. Sun signs, what you're working with now, Scorpio, Sag, but you also got Mars. Oh. All of them have different. When you were born, depending on what time, all the planets were at a certain spot. Like when you know what time it was, you'll know how those planets affected you. Each one affects you different. Gotcha. I don't know if it's true, <laughs> but it's cool I to like think to about. Talk like I I'll know definitely what I'm talking explore about. that. <laughs> what? I'll definitely explore that. I like it. Yeah, if you know what time, where you were born, like what hospital, uh, middle initial. Okay. That's it. I do know those things. You know all those mm-hmm. and gender. Okay. Yeah, that, I do that, know that. That one's all right. I think. Right. Will you identify? <laughs> <laughs> exactly did you always listen to jazz and stuff growing up yeah well my dad like really liked smooth jazz and that kind of stuff and um like he listened to steely dan like just a lot of like really good music um so i think that's how i knew and he did like the saxophone so i think that's like what got me liking the saxophone um, and then I got really into like rock music in high school, like classic rock. I have no idea where that came from. Like my love for Led Zeppelin. I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> it just happened. Maybe like, this sounds so dumb, but like maybe like Tumblr. Cause I was on Tumblr a lot, like sharing music with people. Maybe I was like, wow, like no wonder people love this band. And then, but yeah, my dad always really liked like jazz and stuff like that. Dad was into the only CDs I remember from a kid were Deep Purple <laughs> and Meatloaf. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> I have a lot. My dad's got a yeah. lot of music. What? My dad's bad, a- lot of music. bad out of hell, dude. It's a good album. <laughs> <laughs> you have it? It's a motorcycle on the <clears throat> front with bats. Yeah. Like oh, bad yeah. out of hell. Yo, do you know Milo? Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually have to learn. That Meatloaf song, Dashboard or whatever. Paradise at the Dashboard. Yeah, light. it gets requested sometimes. What about, there's like a whole like baseball scene at the end. Do <laughs> you need to have that? Well, I don't have to like <laughs> act or anything, but I do need to perform it. Oh, but they're like going back and forth. just. Oh, yes. Each other, like, yes. Well, I don't have to do that, but someone does. Yeah, we do do that. I thought you were like going to be the girl. With. And then someone else has to be like, nah, 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 nah. wait, is there a girl part in that? There's a girl and a guy arguing. He's trying to hook up with her, and she's like, no. Oh, you know what? Yeah. We do that. I guess I never even realized we do that. I haven't done it, like, because I one of the bands that I work with, like, there's other singers that I've like seen done it, seen do it. Um, seen done it, but <laughs> seen it. But I, I guess we just have like one person kind of doing like the whole discourse like by themselves. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, like kind of funny. Each other. <laughs> I mean, I guess I have. To, I mean, I have to learn the girl part. Yeah, I think it would be really funny if you learn. I like kind of know the girl singing part, but not that. It's this. I don't know if it's the same girl. It's not the same girl singing. It is the same girl singing as the one arguing, right? At the end, it's got to be. Yeah, same girl. Weird. I don't know why we don't do that. Yeah. Do you love me forever? 
Will you love me forever? And he won't well, say Well, okay. It. Well, it's, it's like, like do you need me? Do you love me forever? That whole thing, yeah. Well, you never. But there's that whole, like, thing in the middle. Like. That's the baseball announcer. Right. Talking, like, round and round. So that's not a conversation. That's just him. I don't know what. No, that's a real baseball announcer from right. back then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then I know all the parts I need to know. I thought it was like missing something. The very I know end, all the girl parts. Where she's arguing with the Right, yes. Yeah. I mean that's all part of it. Yeah, you can't cut that out. Okay. I gotta hear that. Yeah. Is that out there? Is that on Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> God. Hopefully never. <laughs> that video of it somewhere at some point. Video yeah, maybe. Some point. After the girl that requested. After the girl Well, that okay, requested. next time I do it, I'll get a video of it. While we're doing it, and then I'll send it to you guys. <laughs> well, you okay. never leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's going hard in that song. Just to continue with that song, like, she's going hard. She's like, she won't, I guess she's Christian, maybe. Like, hardcore Christian. Catholic. I'm not sure. Because she's, like, not, she's like, you have to marry me. You have to never leave me. You have to make me so happy for the rest of my life. You gotta take me away. You gotta make me your wife. Right? She knows what she wants. Do you love me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not what a girl wants to hear. But man. Let me sleep on it. <laughs> Yo. Oh my That's God. a funny one. It is a funny song. But it's like real. Like, there's a lot of people who would be okay with. Letting someone be like, let me sleep on it. I'm not really sure. Yeah. You're rounding first. I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like trying to steal home. That's what it is. And he, she's like, what? Yeah, stop right there. <laughs> that used to get me. Like, why would I like that as a like, little kid? I was like 10 years old. It's like, like an adventure song. It's a whole story. Yeah. Maybe Meatloaf. Got me liking music in general, probably. Saw him in concert. He's I didn't even know it was a, I thought it was a band. It's like more than it's a guy. Meatloaf's one person. Oh yeah, it's a band. Meatloaf yeah. and the boys. Meat me, <laughs> Meatloaf and the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> meatloaf and potatoes. Alright, so how'd we get on that? Uh man. That was oh, because oh, we were talking your dad about music. Yeah, got you liking jazz, and then I was like, "Well, let me let me relate and say my dad," <laughs> and then you didn't relate, yo. Dad was his dad. favorite band was the Beatles. His favorite okay. band was the Beatles, um, but you know he was always like classic rock guy, and that's how I got like into it. You know, I always grew up with or Buddy Holly. Remember every time we used to go to my house upstate, we used to bring the boombox, and my dad always brought the Buddy Holly CD. Like that was my upstate music. I was probably like five or six years old. Probably like five or six. It's a great one. Yeah, I grew up with all the classics. That's a really good way to grow up. I grew up with all the classics. Yeah, but that was that was really it. Then you know, yeah, the nineties music when it was when it was good. No Deep Purple. I mean, everybody knew. I don't hear you say Deep Purple once. Everyone knew Smoke on the Water. Um, when I was in my high school jazz band, we would do this festival every year, and there was this one band here on Long Island. I don't remember the school, and even if I didn't, what I wouldn't want to call them out. <laughs> <laughs> they did "Smoke on the Water" every single year, jazz version. Man. Every year, I think my school did it. Maybe it's a good song. Can do it. What school did you go to? What high school? I went to Bethpage High School. All right, so you were close. I don't remember what school would have done that though. You sure we didn't Maybe play? Maybe Baldwin. You sure we didn't play? Maybe I'll what did you play? Maybe I'll just play. 
Nice. I went to Catholic school for one year, so maybe it was that year. That was actually the last year that I played in the band. In the band. Yeah. I don't know. Band got too serious in high school. Oh, wait, maybe it was middle school. Wait, no, it was high school because it was in the high school auditorium. I think it was high school. Band? Band, band got serious. Yeah. What? Once you get to high school yeah. in Farmingdale, it got serious because, like, if you were in the band, you were immediately part of the marching band, and then you're basically a football player because you got to be in right. every single game. That was like us too. And then it's like you either play sports or you have a job. Be in band, have a job. And I was the guy slinging pizzas in the pizzeria. Yeah, we're high school. Yeah, I didn't. I know shit. I wish I played an instrument. Looking back, like I took general music. Crash. Why am I doing that? You didn't like have to learn recorder or like sing. I moved That's out usually what here you have to do after then. middle school. Oh. Like I moved out here for high school. You never had a recorder so when, lesson. When you I lived in Queens, you didn't have to learn in school. Damn. <laughs> that is. You didn't have to really learn in upsetting. school. Just go. No, yeah, I'm not even go. kidding. So like in school, oh uh, from kindergarten to seventh grade, the teachers spend most of their time teaching kids how to speak English. So if you already spoke English, yeah, that went over well. You're you're all set. Well. Like they're, they're you're just playing Pokemon and Game Boy oh, man. the whole time. So then I moved out here and failed every class because it was real school. Yeah, and you like were playing catch up. Yeah. So was English your first language? So was English. Where did you learn it? English was my first language. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Teacher that that could have a job. No, no. Like they every kid spoke Spanish of some sort, and so like it was like oh gosh, like yeah, I would just throw. Maybe this is how I got a good arm, because I would just not do anything and just no. I would had no friends, so I would just like slam, throw the handball against the wall as hard as I could, over and over again. That's probably where it came from. Probably. Wow. This is what he did all throughout his childhood. Interesting. Four years of handball by himself. Handball by himself. Yeah. I'm in jail. Know what I did once? I'm in jail. Yeah. You bring it up, Mike. I uh, (laughs) like we would always play asses up. You know oh, my game? God. Yeah, so God. we would play that. And, like, in Queens, for some reason, it was, like, people were more mean, honestly. <laughs> so everyone just hated each other so much. Like, <laughs> if if they would try and get you out. So, like, if I'm near the wall over there, they would throw the ball at the wall here so it would hit me so that they could get the ball and peg me. So we would play like that, and, like, I learned to be ruthless just like that. You know, like, I had to. So, like... You would get someone out and, like, say you threw the ball at the wall and I just caught it off the wall on a fly and you're right here. We still wind up and hit you as hard as you can. <laughs> we don't just tag you. Yeah. You Then you have, like, welts all over your body after playing asses up. And it was scary. But uh, I don't know why I said that. Glad you made it. Th- I'm glad you oh, made it. Oh, so I was pissed. Th- someone pegged me. I just th- took the ball and roofed it on top of the school. And no one ever roofed the ball before. So no one even cared. They were like, it was like, oh, it's like earning your stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they were like, so, like accept this white boy. Congrats. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting. Wow. Thanks, guys. It's interesting. What a story. Is your ass okay? Is your ass okay? Mine? Yeah. Yeah, it's Why did Steve answer that? Why did Steve answer that? <laughs> <laughs> he knows. <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, so what's what are the plans? Like, you're going to just keep doing gigs. You're going to keep stressing out over social media and <laughs> doing everything. Yeah, so what's the plan? 
this has been like the real question for the past few months. Is it st- is is it better to stay consistent, keep doing what you're doing, or like adding more, or maybe like? Well, I know something needs to change. Okay. Um, and I think what I'm ha- what I'm dealing with is like not having enough time. I still work part time um, at Lululemon. I sell expensive stretchy yoga pants. Oh <laughs> yeah, great company, <laughs> love it. Um, but it does take up a lot of my time. Because I have to go in and like be focused on that when, like, I have emails and calls and like I'm have a lot like going through my head, like creative stuff and like business stuff, and sometimes it stresses me out, and that's what gets me sick because I have to work on the weekends and I have to like do music work all weekend, so it's been tough. Um, but I guess my plan is just to like, well. I guess this is a good year, a good time to like be coming up with a plan because it's like the new year. So what I want to do this year is write more music. That's like really, even if I, nothing else really changes, I really just want to like focus on writing. Um, Writing for the band, writing my own stuff and trying to collab more and get that practice in on like top lining and coming up with like a lot more material, even just for other people. Um, Because eventually I think it'd be really cool to, like be a published writer um I just really like doing that and I know that's really really hard to get to so even though like I am a musician and I'm an artist and I whatever like doing a lot of stuff in terms of like entertainment um if you're like a published writer then a lot of stuff you write won't necessarily go to you as an artist it's going to go to somebody else Mm. um but that's like a really lucrative business and it keeps your mind sharp and I really think I could do that well. So, do you like writing? I like writing. Uh, you be <laughs> selling to other artists, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about doing that. Like, who knows? Like but a ghostwriter for songs. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so that sounds cool. But I also this year want to get in the studio and have my own EP, like under my name, because mm-hmm. um, now I finally have um, guys that I think like get what I'm doing and like. They really like the songs and they make them sound really awesome. So, um, like, really soon, I want to just get in the studio and start recording those. And You're itching. I'm itching. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, just keep gigging. And it's been, like, good. Like, I already have a lot of different types of work until next New Year's. So, oh. a lot of stuff is going to come up and just trying to find the balance between, like, kind of doing other people's music and then doing my music. Um, finding the balance there that has to be made that's not the um i guess because no because i've been doing that i guess it's just finding more time to get creative so that in the long run like i'll have more behind me to like do more what i want to do basically like a lot of this is like i love i'm still new with like working in this industry in terms of like being a saxophone player being a singer and being an entertainer um so it's still like fresh and new and i really like doing that but I also want to make sure that that doesn't come first above, like, me doing my own music, too. Do you know what I'm saying? Because that can you right. can get pretty carried away with that. Like, the more gigs you get, then the more you're just kind of working as a musician. And yeah. I love being a professional musician. But it's never, you, like, going off of the story of, like, me being in high school and all that stuff, I've never been that kind of person that's, like, I want to do one thing. I want to do a lot of different things. I just love music and, like, art. So that 
I want that to be a facet of my career, but I don't want it to be like the only thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What other art? Writing? Besides writing? Um, you paint and stuff. Well, I used to. That's the other thing. Like, man. Are you just good at everything? <laughs> and you're, like, you're like trying, like, I, trying have, to I have to choose one thing. Is that Honestly, like, like, completely ego aside, like, kind of, yeah. Dude, there's a TED talk <laughs> on this. There is a TED talk all about people. What was, we, we watched it, a uh, uh, multi-potentialite. We watched it together. There's a word for it. Wow. Yeah. Where it's like, you, we don't have to choose one thing and then that's what we do the rest of our life. That's what they're talking about in the TED talk. And like, there are people that are just very naturally good at a lot of stuff. But those people struggle because then they don't know what to do. It's pretty that's much all of us. Pretty yeah, much that's all right. yeah. in this community is you, you know, don't know what you want to do. Want. Yeah, it's it's frustrating because life makes you choose. And there's so many people who don't and understand so that. Don't yeah, some people are like, oh, you know, if you had this job, why didn't you just keep it? Because it sucked. Yeah, my resume is four pages long. Why? Because it sucked. It occupied all the. I always said, any job that occupied like eighty percent of my time wasn't worth it because there's no time to do anything else. How many jobs have we all quit? I've quit my resume is four pages long. <laughs> 13 months. And <laughs> he just quit his job before Christmas. So did wow. I. I quit October 17th. I quit October 17th. Wow. Quit my job. Yeah. I quit many now it gives you it just That's what you want to do. You just want to take the time and try out those different things that you're good at. Try out those Isn't that scary? Yeah, but yeah, if, you, if you only <laughs> live once, like if we're assuming that, then it's like when the fuck else are you going to do it? Yeah, that's true. I know. You might as well just rip a Band-Aid. Gotta do yeah, it. Rip the band-aid. Gotta do it. Get on the mic if you're gonna do a little thing right now, because I want to hear it. Come on. <laughs> if you're gonna do a little thing, we're, you know, we're on air. There's an extra. Yeah, we have another cord here. Do you have another mic? There's also an extra seat. I mean, it's kind of convenient. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, that's like tough, and I I do feel like I am one of those people. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I've just fallen in love and into place with music. So like, I finally feel like I really have a true direction, but now I'm struggling with even within music, there's still a ton that yeah. people can do. So now I'm like, but that what do I really like? And what am I really good at? Yeah. Should I be focusing on only one thing or should I be focusing on all of it? Mm-hmm. Those are like the decisions that I like, keep me check. up every Is it single possible time. to follow your gut on that. Like with Check. the answer to that question, is it possible Check. to follow your gut? A little bit. And I think a lot of it is like inviting the universe to kind of like make those decisions for you and push you in the right direction. Yeah. And I'm like just trying to invite those signals. Mm-hmm. Here, Sorry, I'm getting it. close. <laughs> I just wanted to be on the <laughs> camera. In it? Yeah, you're in it. I want to Welcome, Tommy. Thank you. Welcome, Tommy. Um, But yeah, what I was going to say is like I'm fortunate enough to like still not be super dragged down by like real life stuff. Like I'm still at home. Right. My parents aren't forcing me to pay rent yet, so that's a bonus. <laughs> I don't have 15 cars like Mike does. <laughs> you have 15 cars? I have four. You're a car guy. What do you mean? Guy. I just bought I thought it. Like six. I'm going to pick up another car tomorrow, actually. To you like work on them and then like sell them and stuff? Well, yeah, I tell myself I'm going to work well, on them yeah, and I sell them, but tell people I'm going to sell them and then don't sell them. So, yeah, I pretty much own my whole block. I pretty much own my whole block. Well, good thing you don't live in the city. That's not. all I'm going to say. Could. I just want a garage. I want a garage. Me too. I want a garage. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Garage. Yeah, that's really, um, that's really cool, I think. It's scary. It's scary, though. And as, like, 
that that's another reason why I feel like um, a lot of times I'm getting over like my own internal hurdles because I come from a very realistic family. Like my my mom and dad are like super smart and they make the right decisions always. And not that I don't, but I'm definitely going in more of a little bit of a wild. And that's also it's not just me. It's just like us as millennials. Like we yeah, do things yeah. differently than our parents. But a lot of times like I struggle with like going for it and then making the right choice like a lot of that is really difficult and it's hard too when like you come from like I, like i know you said like your dad was big into like music and stuff too like but like i came from like a family where it's like it was all like vocational work mm-hmm. back to like my ancestors like well i mean that's like pretty were, much me almost yeah like yeah, it's like parents he liked were, it, like, but he never like really nine to five. Did it. yeah nine to five like electrician yeah, or yeah. contractors or right. yeah like Every I think millennial parents. So parents of millennials. That's like yeah. So when I started like I don't know, like doing creative stuff, my parents were just like, "Is what? Yeah, like, (laughs) is this like a real like job? Like, can you do this? Like, my parents like feel bad. They're like, listen, I want to help you, but I just in my life have never met anyone in the fields that you're interested in. Right? Parents the same thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They don't know. I mean, my parents get it, but obviously, I mean, you know, when I went to go it, but you know, tell my parents that I just quit my job my and I have a four-month-old in the basement, you know, that was like, you know, that was like, fuck, am I going to go tell my parents that? And uh, I just told them about an, an argument that I got into with my boss at work, and then it was just time, and I was like, um, I decided, as of today, I'm running my company full-time, and that's exactly how I said it. And it was like, what What do you What do you mean by that? And I was like, what do you mean by that? Once they came, it's not easy, but... Once easy, they came to the uh, the Toys for Tots event, I realized. Well, they didn't come to. I didn't tell my parents about to, what it was. I didn't even know what this was. A couple months. When I did the Crocs event, I had a, a showcase at Crocs in Farmingdale, and we had five people there. And we had five people um, there. His partner was the um, announcer for the event. And there was like 175 people there. So I didn't tell my parents what I was doing really, but I invited them to that. And then they walked in, and I was like, yeah, this is. This is what yeah, I've been doing, you know, my banner, my signs hanging up behind the podium, and I was like, you know, this is this is what I've been doing. So yeah. this is what I've been doing. You just don't. It's like you don't pull that trigger until like you don't pull that trigger. You know you're ready to pull. You know you're ready. Like I How do you know you're ready? How did you know you were ready? Because I found myself because spending found no time doing anything else no but anything working else and trying to do my other job because I was I was selling oil. Once we had the baby, I quit my job at the car dealer. That just took over my whole life, and yeah. I switched jobs to one that gave me more time. But then I found myself not wanting to do the job that I was getting paid every day to do, and just work on this stuff. And it was like it was too much freedom in the job that I had because I didn't have to go to an office. You know, I had um, you know, I had um, nice my car, my car. No, he didn't. He almost hit the line. My um, my um. That's funny. Oh, good. That's funny. Oh, that's a nice blooper. And then that that <laughs> angle too. Actually, no, you have the webcam though. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah, D- David needs that. <laughs> Get that over there. But no, I. Uh, it was just but like. No, I, uh, I found myself spending like more time myself doing more time my own stuff than I was actually working, that I was really just slacking off on my real job, and 
off on by I was like, I hate sales. It just sucks. Like, I'm the only people I don't want to deal with. And just like, as I've had so many ideas in my life. No, let me do this business. Let me do this business. And I start and stop them within months. Spend money on an idea, and then it just falls apart. But once this just started happening, but once this just started happening, and I was telling so many people, I got so many people about it, and I was getting so much positive response from people, just like how cool of an idea it is. And then, like I said, I found myself to the point where I was just spending so many hours a day just doing stuff for this. And now I really wasn't. If it was either I do that, or I do that, or you know, I was selling the oil, or spending time with the family. But obviously, at night I was hanging out with the baby and my girlfriend the whole time. And then I wasn't doing that. So I'm like, I don't and have time to do this. You know, so I want to get up in the morning and go on my computer and work on my own stuff. But I have to worry about my oil phone ringing and my boss is calling me and tracking me down where I am. Yeah. That's crazy. And I was just like, this is the time. Well, you know what? That's actually good. A lot of times, like, you have to, yeah, like, in a way, you kind of, like, let things play out the way they're supposed to. Like, that was, like, kind of the sign and the moment you needed. Maybe you wouldn't have done it if you didn't get into that. Yeah, probably not. I mean, you would have eventually, but in that. You, you maybe you wouldn't have done it at this time yeah, unless you got into now, that argument. You know, five days a week, I'm now doing something for it, week, and now I can choose. You know, on Saturdays and Sundays, if, choose, unless, I Saturday Sundays if, unless I have to do something, unless I have, I don't do anything. You want to go out at night? I don't make plans that day. I don't make plans that day. And I work on your own schedule. So, I c- honestly, I can't imagine myself going back to a normal job. Imagine myself going back. Like I wouldn't even know. Yeah, like not have this freedom anymore. Yeah, like and Gabby, I'm sorry. Like I don't mean to hijack the conversation away from you. That's okay. No, I like this. Because I know we should be talking about you. Um, but like. I think, like, we're all just, like, really into, like, just the creative work ethic of stuff. And, like, f- like for me, like, I realized, and I think it was with Joe when I did this. Like, we literally, like, did the math of, like, working. And I was like, all right, you work eight hours a day and you sleep eight hours a day nor- for, like, normal yeah, standards of people. Yeah. Normal jobs. Yes. Which normal means, jobs. and if, say, like, that should free up the rest 24 hours, eight hours to do f- for free time. Right. So you an hour to eat dinner if you're not making the dinner, if you're just eating it. Right. An hour for that, depending on where you work. An hour here back because of traffic. An hour so it leaves you with four hours of free time. That's not something made, like, that's not something for creative people. If you no. have to create something, Absolutely. that's not enough you're, time. You can't have a time frame. No. Yeah. No, and that's the problem I find myself having too. It's like, if I have two free hours in the day, that is like not enough for me to like, like it almost is discouraging. I'm like, I don't even want to start because like when I start, once I start, I'm going to want to keep going, right. but then I'm going to lose sleep right. or I'm going to get cut off because I got to go to work or and like something like that. Work because and you're thinking about that other shit that you're going to have. Exactly. Especially yeah. as a musician too, because a musician, like all music teachers can be like, you have to practice at least two hours a day if you're a serious musician. Should be. So in that four hours, you practice two and then, like, what the next two hours, like, you're That's not going to want to write something because you're going to be like, all right, well, it's now it's 10 o'clock and everyone in my house relax. is trying to sleep. You've been working all day, yeah. too. You it's can't like play a saxophone quietly. <laughs> no, that's you're right. Exactly. That's why Gary Vee don't really get that part about it. You know, like, when he says, like, all right, you have four hours now. You can practice for those four hours. But he don't get no. it's, that I mean, part. Yeah, it's like, really I understand what he says, but it's not practical for all things. It's yeah. not, and you only gave an hour for commute. Like sometimes it's more. Yeah, even. Exa- yeah. I'm, I'm being. And if you generous. make dinner, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Be if more. You're just eat, oh if yeah, you just if pick you're up not Taco Bell like I do, yeah, you have the best <laughs> yes. food. Yeah. You can't even yeah, that's saying if you're yeah. making dinner, then I mean, going grocery shopping, cleaning, 
can't meditate. Getting on the phone with people. Oh, yeah, no. If you have a child, there's just no free hours. <laughs> you can't get ready for work. That's not because yeah. yeah. This is you literally like, like you wake showering. up, you sh- you're just teleported to <laughs> work. <laughs> and this is like working like no one just is like a hard out. Your boss is always like, can you finish this up before you go? Or can you do this? Or like, <laughs> No. S- yeah. So no. you do it. Exactly. Imagine if we didn't sleep. Imagine how much we would get done if we yeah, didn't be crazy. need to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, or if your body crazy. was able to only or if eat like four hours of sleep. Yeah. Which from your Instagram stories, I think like that's all you do anyway. Yeah, but you know, I actually that's your voice too. Yeah. Well, that's the other problem. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, something needs to change, or else I will like literally. Well, we're learning now. That's the problem. Like, if I if I lose my voice, like really, because right now, like. I don't really have that much of a voice, so I'm trying to take it easy. But, like, I don't have any, like, permanent damage yeah. um, or semi-permanent damage. But if you get that, like, that can really mess you up. Like, then I won't be able to work. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So and that's so, probably something. Like, I know. That too. Yeah. yeah. I know, like, my health. So don't sing career. today, then, because I don't want you fucking your voice up. We'll see how it goes. We'll see yeah. how we feel. Right. So I know you said, like, <laughs> you, you work at Lululemon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does that, yeah, does that. Do you feel like how he felt with his old the oil job with Lulu? I almost feel like uncomfortable talking about oh, this, true. but I guess. I we're on. <laughs> but you know what? Like, yeah, I, I'm. The thing is, like, the people I work with, like, are so great, and they like know that this is what I'm gonna be doing with my life. Right. It's just a matter of like right. when things start happening. Well, thing I mean, a sh- shit ton is already happening, but like, just keep like. It's gonna keep leveling up. Exactly. Exactly. It's gonna keep leveling leveling up. So. Um, they're like really all supportive of what I do. Um, but yeah, truthfully, like it's getting to the point where like, for example, it's like, I, I have to work, especially during the holidays. Like I was working five, six days a week. Yeah. So, and I was still really, cause it's ho- holiday season. Just like I'm gigging not, a lot. It's not something you want to be. Oh my God. It's horrible. Yeah. And then like on the weekends, I have to work at the butt crack at dawn because I have my gigs after. So then I'm going right. from one to another so Thursday through like Sunday pretty much is like that. And then I get like no sleep and and then yeah, maybe I have a day off on Monday or Tuesday, but I'm just done. Like I need Relax. to sleep in. So I lose hours from sleeping in. Then I need to like go to yoga and like do something for myself. And then I need to like work out or like go to, yeah, get some food, like cook for the week. Then mm-hmm. it's like then that day's shot. Then I wanna actually like hang out with my family, hang out with my boyfriend. And like, who has no time, time to like for, practice, no. and who has time to like write? Like, I—that's nothing. Relationships are near impossible. Yeah, it's <laughs> like so. I mean, we make it work. Luckily, like he lives in Westchester, actually. So like, I'm always oh, wow. driving. Yeah, but like, I'm used to driving all the time anyway. Like for gigs, like it's so funny actually. Like when I'll invite my friends to uh, different shows and stuff. Like if it's further than like 20 minutes, they're like it's too far, and I'm like, bitch, I literally drive like two hours every single day. Are you kidding? But, I mean, that's just, you know, and I don't blame anybody. It's just, that's the way I am now. I'm used to the commute, and I'm used to, like, lugging gear with me, like. Mm-hmm. The, the main reason, like, I brought up, like, the whole work thing was because, like, like, um, I don't know if I mentioned it before or not, but, like, I like to write scripts and stuff. So, before, like, when I was taking jobs, like, I worked at, like, an electrical warehouse, mm-hmm. like, stocking shelves. I worked at a pet store. I worked at an arts uh, craft store. Like, I took jobs thinking like, all right, this isn't going to help me in like my writing career, but I can use it to kind of just study like these settings and like these people. Mm -hmm. 
the characters and like honestly like once i it helps with writers once yeah. i figured out i was like all right i understand how everyone works here i got the characters i need then i leave <laughs> wait so really? what exactly were you doing there so like earlier my one of my main jobs was i worked in an electrical supply warehouse so like electricians would come in and buy like wires and like outlets and mm. stuff like that and i would essentially like pull orders and cut wire for them but the people i worked with were such like sh interesting people yeah. who were just like salty from working in like just this terrible field their whole lives dude and it was just like really really interesting to see those people and then i worked at i left there because it was like a summer job and they did it for like two or three summers and then i went to like i started working at PetSmart. Because it was like right around the block from my house, so I started working there. Because the general manager there like knew my uncle or something. I worked there, and that was just terrible. And like I tell people, I'm like, picture any retail job, but you have to pick up poop and piss. <laughs> like that's it. Just makes it so much worse. Is that your worst job that you've had? Yes. Oh my that's god. By far, yeah. What's your worst? Probably my first job. Probably my first job. Yeah, nothing else really sucked after that. My first job when I was 15, my aunt was like a party planner at Massapequa Bowl. And I worked there twice a week, and all I did was pick up empty beer bottles from the leagues that used to drink there all night. I would literally walk around up and down the bowling alley. It was like during the week. During the week, it was from six to ten, and on Fridays, it was from six to midnight. I was fifteen years old. I can't even believe that there was a job so specific. Yeah, all I did that was the whole. All I did was I walked down to the tables, I picked up bottles, tables, I picked up bottles, bar, and I put them back in the end bar. That was it, and I cleaned the tables, and that was. How is there one job for that? Like, how is there a job for that at all? Like, that should be like everyone's job, like a little bit, not like one person's job entirely. You were like the bat boy in baseball. Yeah, you own. I was like all I did. I was the water boy. Yeah, beer boy. I feel like you got paid like five dollars an hour or two for that. But honestly, like none of my jobs really sucked. The oil ones sucked. I'll tell you that. I had ones that sucked, but like not. Like PetSmart sucks. Like, yeah, literally. Like, probably... like you'd be on register, like already hating your life, and they'd be like, "Hey, like this huge dog Mastiff just pissed across <laughs> the entire store." Yeah. Uh, here's an here's a very thin napkin. To clean <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Fuck off, man. Damn, man. And like when I quit, I was just like, "Yeah, I have a lot of stuff like coming up, so just like don't oh, put me on the me schedule." <laughs> I'm like, cut me. <laughs> yeah, and like I never said like I quit or I'm leaving. I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna be really busy this upcoming week, so just don't schedule. This upcoming me. year. Yeah, <laughs> the rest of my I life. I just never went back. The <laughs> crazy year for but me. But then I worked at the Michaels, like in the same shopping center. <laughs> That's how they saw you. But didn't you say you were, you took something away from these jobs, right? Like you said, you were like doing something that kind of related. Yeah, I tried to. I tried to make the best out of every job because, like, wanting to be like a script writer like you can't just get a job in that field you need to pay it's either you're a writer or you're script. not <laughs> so yeah. i tried my best to take like i would just try to talk to people learn their stories and stuff and that kind of helped me and kept me sane at these jobs but you weren't do doing it like i'm a writer i'm gonna no, take these no, jobs no, 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 yeah, no. I, like, I took the jobs because happened. I needed money. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Like with yeah. the solar company, that's how I wrote my first script, just because of 
yeah. solar company. Ex- yeah, exactly. It's based on those people. And I think working those jobs too also helped me put into perspective like like at the warehouse I learned like this isn't like I don't want to end up here cuz all the guys who work there told me don't end up here. They're like you're smart, you got an education, you could drive. Dude. I'm like I could drive. That's Is that a main sad. thing? Like <laughs> that's apparently. Sad. Yeah. So and apparently. like it made me realize because like we gave up. Don't give yeah. up like us. Like yeah. that's sick. And like I yeah. learned like talking to the people like at PetSmart, I was like, "Hey, so like what'd you do?" And I'm like, "Oh, I went to school for like stupid like archaeology not that that's stupid but like not related <laughs> not related abstract, whatsoever. yeah like abstract and I'm like, oh my yeah. god that's awesome like like what are you gonna do it's like oh i don't know i'm probably just i bartend yeah like i'm I just bartend. here for a while probably thinking of becoming a manager i was like wow yeah okay <laughs> and then like other people be like oh yeah like i got my teaching certificate but like they weren't hiring so mike so you just stopped like yeah, and it was like no one had any like motivation or aspirations to like get past that and like try to do something, mm-hmm. and it didn't. There were a lot of weird guys. That's when you got to no find. Direction. That's, that's when, when you got to find an adventure. That's when you got to find an adventure. Yes. How all my, like I said, my my resume is literally like, like my, my resume thirteen months, literally like four months, thirteen. Yeah, months, four months. <laughs> that's how my resume looks. That's after every thirteenth month, after every I took an adventure. Month, that's how that's how that's worked. I went to culinary school in Italy. That was a five month adventure where I lived by myself in Europe. That was a break. Everyone came home, had a little job. And then um and then I working. I was working for a chef. I was working for in Huntington. After I came back from culinary school. And I was there for like six months and then I quit the restaurant and I went to Cancun for five weeks to work with this travel agency where they hire on site staff for spring break. Like did you ever hear Student City? Of course. I worked for them. So I was one of the on-site staffers down there. It was like 65 of us from around the world. And it was funny because every single person there was there for the same reason I was. They were like, don't know what I want to do I'm here now. Might not go home. Might go home. Some people were like, yeah, I'm going home in six months. And they had, this is my next stop, next stop, next stop. And these people just travel in the world. You know, I know. I thought my passport was well stamped until someone that was probably like told me that. She's on her second passport. She's on Damn. her second passport. I like, I can't even imagine that. That's crazy. You gotta take. You gotta find an adventure and just go and yeah. kind of like refreshes your mind. And you know what? I've been thinking about that too because it's like, yeah, um, even like you, you have to put yourself in an uncomfortable position exactly, and like overcome exactly. something. Yep. That's the main thing. Um, you get too comfortable. Yeah. In film school, one of my teachers said that he's like, you can't have a story without obstacles yeah. if there's no obstacles it's journalism i don't want my life to be like a news like report like just a journalism yeah. <laughs> think about it when like, you're 50 years old will somebody read a book about your life somebody read a book about you can say no oh, if your answer is no. no to that then you're doing something wrong then you yeah. want to make that answer yes you want to make yeah. that answer yes and it's like things hard like every person who like people look up to says like there was a struggle like i remember eating dirt out of my car because yeah. I couldn't afford anything. Yeah. But then they become the CEO of the biggest company in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's this is my theory. And I'm sorry, I keep like talking a lot. That's okay. No, this is a good <laughs> conversation. Um I have a theory that that's why like a lot of like the biggest people in a certain field are so like awkward. Like when you see them in interviews, like Elon Musk is very awkward. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Derek Jeter is very awkward if you're not talking about baseball. Like right. A lot of musicians right. get very awkward. Um, yeah, 
many times because it's like that's all they know because they dedicated their entire life to doing this one thing that nothing else mattered Extremely to them. Well, yeah. But th- isn't that like see this is I'm reading this book right now actually and they talk about sleep a little bit and they talk about like focus kind of it's it's kind of about like saying no and it's called essentialism by somebody um I actually got it from work which is cool but it's kind of about like um just prioritizing kind of but isn't that scary that like you might want to be the next Derek Jeter or the next Elon Musk but like do you really like do you really want to because like they might not have done anything else and right. it's like yeah, he's through like two marriages done, you don't yeah, know you don't know what they were. you just saw what you saw but at the same time you want to keep it's like man then there's some people that really i think i think the promising point like even if you don't become the next like Derek Jeter or Elon Musk like Lady Gaga i think what's promising is knowing like the people that you know at your past jobs like the people that really aren't going after anything like there's a lot of those people and they're gonna live perfectly happy lives and like i'm happy for them like that's cool but a lot but a a lot of people have passion and a lot of people don't and the people that don't they just they make room for the people that do and then it's like finding your place in that group of people you need the p- people with no passion in order for people with passion to exist. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the yin and the yang. Otherwise, everyone has passion. That's and then, yeah. right. You need them. Yeah, I guess that's true. And, like, those people are okay. They're like, listen, like, I just want to live a normal life. Like, yeah. they're, they're really not looking for anything yeah. more. And that's it's fine. Normal. But, like, they're also, like, there's enough success. There's enough jobs. There's enough things to do with your life there's enough money in the world to go around for all the people that want it. It's about wanting it and like getting it, but there is enough. Like if you want to become something like you can, nothing is stopping you. There's a, there's literally a spot for you. Very true. That's that. That's what her answer would be with the last question. What, what was that? Well, we always ask the last question we oh, need to yeah. ask is, like, if you had a message oh, yeah. for the world, what would it be? Oh, yeah, I Every guess. If person was listening, that was it right there. Conversation was it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. Yeah. Awesome. You know, you got to go. Yeah, you know, and it's not even like I know that much because I'm not where I want to be, but I can't. The where I am now is where I couldn't ever imagine being a few years ago. I would have, like wished a few years ago to be where i am now and now i'm here and i'm like it's not good enough but like you have to realize like i didn't think there was a spot for me here all of us like and we didn't know there was a spot for me here exactly but there is and like putting like just like your life in perspective from like all the things that you've done already like you said you went to barcelona and what like was like arranging music for like that's that's crazy like just from there like you can only go up right. and like do more like incredible stuff because it's already bouncing amazing yeah. that you've bouncing. achieved that. Thank you. Bouncing yeah. on that. The only thing that bouncing sucks that. is like the only thing that sucks is like like if you put that on, on a like resume, you put that on certain people resume, will care about it and certain people. Yeah. Like I went on an interview. Like I went on an I interview. Unfortunately, like once you get into sales, you just unfortunately like once you get into sales, you can't leave sales. You can't leave fucking yeah. sales. So I went for this So I went for this private jet charter. Like would extend one date and like shorten another date, date to cover my my fun gaps. Oh yeah. But then uh, I'm sitting there talking to the guy, and, and, I'm, sitting and I'm telling him he's asking me like, you know, what's your story? And I always start with it, you know, Air Force, home, culinary school, Mexico, all over the place. So the guy, I'm telling him all these stories, and he's like, "Why is this on your resume?" I'm like, "Because it's irrelevant." Said no one cares. I said, "I know it. Yeah. I know that it's worth something. 
I know but, you know, like stuff like, but, like what you just said, going to Barcelona. Depending on what you're trying to do, someone may not even see that. Someone may think that you wasted six months. Well, I do say that I was like, I exaggerated a little bit, but at the end of the day, like I was just like a performing musician, which a lot of people don't care. But like the amount of things I took away from that, it's like exactly you personally. It's right, just, it's hard to make it a resume line. Hopefully, you don't need it anymore. You know, that's, don't need that's, don't need that's the goal. Is not yeah, people resume, don't see the, the um, like the experience from like just the title of like, oh, you worked at this. Like they should say like, I don't know. They should ask you more about like the specifics of those jobs and gigs rather than. Does it even matter, like, what job? It shouldn't even matter. It should be, like, how fast you can learn. Like, they, yeah. everyone gets trained in any, every job. I've told that you know, for, like, every job. It's I like, listen, you need five years of experience from college. No, I don't. Give me three days no, in front of you and doing it. Yeah, just tell me what my job And putting my hand on it, I'll do it. Tell me what my job is and I'll do it. How did you get into sales? Did you, like, do that because you, like, knew you wanted to or you knew somebody? I was running that meatball place in Farmingdale. That meatball oh. place. I quit that, and then quit from that. there, and then from I um, I because uh, uh, that just that sucked the life out of me. I was the night the nightlife manager, so I was there whole weekends till five six o'clock in the morning, dealing with security, the bars, and everything. And you know they had up the age to the point where I wasn't even old enough to go in to the bar if I wanted to. So there's so much politics stuff happened. Oh, because you weren't 21 yet. No, I was 22, but they had up the age of 23 for the event, and it just—it all got really ugly. It all got really ugly. You guys aren't letting me do anything. You guys aren't letting me do anything. Block the door at you. I quit there, and then I quit there. I went to go do this transporting job where I was literally getting paid to drive chips to this guy's shop. That was it. And then from there, I got fired. And then from there, I didn't go in on Monday. I didn't go in. Woke up to a voicemail saying. Damn. You don't need you anymore. That's harsh. You gotta meet the numbers. But you know, like I said, I'm a car guy, so I like. <laughs> I want. I had thought about selling cars because I, I, I like being around cars. And yeah. Customer service has always been a thing. So sales, it's all in the same. You know, comfortable talking to a stranger for three hours about mm-hmm. nothing. Oh, so let me try to sell my car. Oh, I applied. Oh, I applied. Less than eighteen hours. I sold twenty-two cars my first month as a salesman, and then from then on, it was like, all right, I guess this is what I'm doing. Cool. What I'm doing. I fucking hate sales. You can't be passionate about sales unless you really like what you're selling. Yeah, I love the. I you love probably made a lot of good money. money. Yeah, you can make good money there, but you can also make yeah, really shitty money there. Yeah, because it was so busy that they didn't care. That they didn't care. But again, once I had the baby, it was I was I was there like sixty hours a week. I was there like sixty hours a week. It was one week where it was uh, there was like two holidays and the end of the month everybody had to work. Once everybody had to work. <laughs> I had 35 salesmen, so it was competitive too. Yeah. And on one day, we would all be there. And on one day, we but there was times where like <laughs> everyone separated into teams. Everyone separated into one team worked 10 days straight because they lost their off days for different events at the dealer. So you know there was no mercy to how how long you would work and no one's going to report you for working too long. So that's when I left that. So that's when I left. Yeah. Public. Because you just don't feel human like doing it. Never worked with the public. Never worked with the public. Yeah. Public sucks. Well, that's how I feel about retail a lot yeah. of the time. Even though I have a really good retail job, as far as retail goes, it's still retail. Bird nightmare. Yeah. Retail, wall bombs, does that count as retail? Yeah. Worked there. Yeah, so did that. Slang. Stock. I did stock. I did cashier. I cleaned up. But uh, it wasn't my worst job. 
What was your worst one? What was your worst one? You um, got mine, dude. I just set yeah. mine up. I just set it up. I just set it Go, up. Go. I want to hear yours Cat. first. Cat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wow, Joe, that's really interesting. So, <laughs> Gabby, yeah, what's your worst? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Um, no, no I'll job? just I'll glaze no, over it now. <laughs> fuck that, Joe. I want to know what your worst job. No, yeah, please. Uh, I would have to deliver bread, and I, I delivered bread overnight. What farm? Uh, in a Joe truck. Job. I would wake. <laughs> right. I would delivered wake up bread. at two thirty in the morning, and then have to be at the warehouse at four o'clock. And then you load the bread onto the truck, and then you drive to your stops and deliver the bread. And then you're done at, like, noon. Early, right? Yeah. Noon. No, not even early. No, but that's early. For well, I wake up early. at 2 o'clock, so 12's <laughs> early. Yeah, well, that's yeah. early. <laughs> yeah, you considered noon was er- morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, noon is, like, four, 3 or 4. Well, yeah, morning's afternoon. I mean... You better make sure you're getting your vitamin D. I'm not. I have vitamin D and B12 deficiency. I do too. (laughs) Well, definitely B12 because I was like, do you go outside? I was like, no. Do I have to? (laughs) She's how white I am. You should probably take some vitamins. Yeah. Are you happy? Because like you'll notice, like if (laughs) I guess like you start to get seasonal depression. No, no, I'm happy. (laughs) I enjoy being inside. (laughs) (laughs) He's writing. Yeah. There you go. I, I just live the writer's life. Right outside. You said you're B12 <laughs> deficient. Are you vegan? Okay. Um, well, I'm vegan, like, at home. And then, like, I'm out of the house so much. So I just think it's, like, way too much work to, like... And also not necessary to be, like, such a diehard vegan. Um, but I'm flexible anyway. Like, I'm not, like... Like, I've cheated. You know what I mean? Like, I've had meat, like, not very often. Only, like, maybe three or four times in, like, the year and a half that I've been a vegetarian slash vegan. But so you did it for health? I did it for health, yeah. But also, like, I did it for, like, our planet. I just like the feel. I just like knowing that our planet is going to hell. And uh, <laughs> maybe, like, me doing this, it, it's definitely, like, decreasing my carbon footprint, and that feels good. And then, like, mm-hmm. that will lead to other people. Yeah. Um, just getting used to a lifestyle that I think will become more necessary if things don't change. Um, getting used to it now, I think, feels good. Um, I definitely feel better. And, yeah, but, I mean, I, like, I'm not one of those people. I, I hate labels, like, in general. I just yeah. I hate labels. I hate them so much. So, like. I say I eat vegan, not, not vegan. Okay, right. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. But I'm, like. I would say I'm more of a vegetarian than just because I I don't always cook for myself. So it's like there's cheese in almost everything. It's like whatever. Yeah. There's gonna <laughs> be cheese, cheese in this. Yeah. Cheese is like. And like several months back, I like really wanted Chick Fil A, so like I got Chick Fil A, <laughs> and like I didn't feel bad about it. My boyfriend didn't judge me. Like my stomach didn't hurt me. Like it was like fine. So, and I didn't I didn't want it again. That's the thing. Like people are like. Oh, you must be afraid to like eat a steak because then you're like not gonna like go back. But I, I will like have a, like I said, I've probably cheated like maybe one handful of times, like five times, mm-hmm. little things like in the over a year that I've been doing this, and like I don't feel like I need it anymore. I'm just like, okay, that was a piece of chicken, like tasted good, cool. Some everywhere. people think it's like a 
like a withdrawal from a drug. Like as soon as yeah. you taste it, you're just gonna turn into like a wolf. <laughs> it's like not, yeah. Plus, like I really like cooking, and I think I'm probably not. I'm not as good as you because you really know food. But I feel like I've just developed this new way of cooking and this new appreciation for food that I can make things taste good without needing meat. Mm. Yeah, well, most of meat. Can I get more water. Most of meat reason people like me is the seasoning exactly you can, you can season anything you can season tofu tastes like anything I ate vegetarian today until i got home my mom made dino bites which oh okay dino oh. bites isn't that a juicy dino. fruit like dino no. nuggets they're chicken oh. nuggets, like chicken nuggets. Sh- uh, in the shape actually, of dinosaurs i have chicken nuggets in my freezer that have been sitting there for <laughs> over a year thank you so yeah. good no one's dino eating them dino yeah. nuggets are not chicken nuggets dino nuggets are not chicken nuggets. yeah so i got them in my freezer pretty much vegetarian I got them yeah, you're basically a vegetarian. Might not even be real chicken, so. Might not even be real yeah. chicken, so. I saw your girlfriend eating vegetarian yesterday. Yeah. All right. We got it. Something happened. We got veggie burgers. You chose well, a veggie burger over a burger. Like, right. how'd that happen? A lot of yeah. people are doing that now. They're like, let me try that black bean burger. It's wow, that was really good. And I just think sounds, we're going in a good direction. And then the direction. Beyond Burgers, Impossible. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if you're in the city, down uh, um, off of St. Mark's on, like, of St. Mark's. third or second avenue it's like right before alphabet city mm-hmm. um there's a place called superiority burger and it's okay. all vegetarian and vegan and they make the best burger i've had in my life oh i have to yeah. put that in my and it's vegetarian well i, I can always you bookmark stuff what, is it? What, is it? what kind of burger was it what kind of burger i don't know it, it's just vegetables and god it's like yeah. god. i asked her what was in it and she laid she listed like 20 things and i was like Wow, that's just a bunch but of. So like I can't, I can't stuff? make this. The best part's yeah. like you know, it's like bad chickpeas and beans and cashews and but it's like grinded up into like this awesome patty. It's so wait, good. what's it called? Superior superiority burger. Falafel. Yeah, I can't spell superior. You like falafel? I love falafel. T a i m. Tame. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I found. East Village, cool. Yeah. Bookmarked. That place is yeah. awesome. The burgers yeah, are small. Yeah, the best falafel good. I've probably had. Wait, it's in the city? Yeah, there's one in Brooklyn. There's one in Manhattan. Wow. There's three, I think. Luckily, I live like... Oh, my God, it's working. Luckily, I live like basically in Hicksville. Okay. So it's I get all the late night halal, halal like right in my backyard. Halal. Yeah. yeah. We had a, we had a halal guy opened up a food truck right by us called Primo's. Nice. Oh, it's an Italian, like, halal <laughs> food. It takes a long time. Wait, I don't see it. T-A-I-M? Talk? Yeah. Tain. <laughs> I go to Shaz. Shaz is my go-to. Me too. Falafel. It's not coming up. Right falafel time, maybe. Time falafel. I put time falafel. What? Joe's making it up. Lowe's is my favorite place to eat in New York. That would suck. Don't tell me. I'm a meat and cheese kind of guy. I'm a meat and cheese yeah, kind yeah, of guy. Yeah. You are now. I mean, but listen, when they can make meat I do and cheese love meat and exactly cheese. the same how it tastes now, you won't care if it's a dead animal. Oh, I found it. I had it's a, a mobile truck. Right? No. <laughs> well, I have a mobile falafel and smoothie truck, which is a really random combination. Oh, wait. Tame West Village. 222 Waverly Place. Got it. Got it. It wasn't coming out before. Yeah, yeah. But there we, we got go. Um, They're exclusive. You get the harissa. I'll just tell you what to get. The falafel sandwich with the harissa. Okay. It's like the spiciness. Like spicy. So it's a little more spicy, but not the spiciest. Wait, that's the sauce? No, the falafel. They make three different falafels. Uh, oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And then you got to get... 
Yeah, it has four and a half stars. Yeah, Get the Works, I think it's called, or All the Way. They call it something where they put... Wait, there's a bunch. There's there's ta- Tame, Tame, Midtown, Nolita. Nolita? Is it Nolita? Right? It's Nolita, right? All right. And West Village. No scrubs. And you've been to Mamoons? No. Oh, Mamoons is like the best. Mamoons is right like right off Bleecker Street. And that's like oh. falafel that's been around for like How about ever. Oasis? I don't know. Oh, shit. Shit, Trim. now we're just... N- <laughs> Always. You rent to Yelp pretty quick. Are you a Yelper? You rent to Yelp quick. I'm a Yelper, Yelper. yeah. I, like, have so many things before. You write Yelps, though? No. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> my girlfriend's roommate... I just steal information, but I don't provide any. Yeah, yeah. My girlfriend's roommate, literally, like, when we go over, like, she'll just be sitting on the couch with her blanket and her iPad, just, like, going through Yelp and tapping like, with her... Ne- I'm like, this is the most, like... <laughs> I don't know, like mom thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Can't I'm like, I'm like, are you playing a game? She's like, no, I'm on Yelp. I was like, what's well, all Yelp, this tapping? Then? Yelp as a whole. Well, you yeah. saw the fake, like people got number one on Yelp, or was it TripAdvisor? Might have been TripAdvisor. It was fake, yeah. but like they made a fake restaurant and it got to be number one on Yelp in all of the UK. But it never existed, right? And it was never it a never real place. I judge oh just from making reviews and I judge telling food places on if I'm standing outside and it smells good, I'll go. Yeah, that's all I need. Best thing, <laughs> best thing I ever figured out. If you're ever hungry, figured out. We were going to, oddly enough, we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings. But we went to one out east because we were on the motorcycle. Driving up a main road that has a lot of restaurants on it on a motorcycle is how you pick your dinner because you smell everything. Oh yeah, that's as you drive past it. As you drive next time, no destination. Driving up this road, whichever one smells best, go right to it. Exactly. I'm also like a big ambiance person, like. My boyfriend laughs at me. I call it restaurant anxiety. <laughs> so I don't have like anxiety. I'm not really like an anxious I just person. Wrote the word anxiety when you said it. Wow, that's so crazy. <laughs> um, but I like have issues if I'm in a restaurant that I'm like not comfortable with. Like what's, what's the one that like like the vibe? The that, yeah. The I'm like really about like same everything. Thing, same thing. Like if I'm sitting down, I need to be sitting at like the right table. Like I'm unfortunately like I hate doing it. Usually, like somebody else will do it for me because they can see I'm so uncomfortable, like switching tables. What you're because, like, looking like, around and you're like, yeah, I'm like, I, yeah, I'm like, I just don't feel comfortable here. Or like, even if it's like, I like the table, but I don't like the seat I'm sitting in. Like, I cannot because I just love like going out to eat. I love that experience, but I'm really picky with it. So like, perfect. for me, actually, like ambiance is more important than the food. Like, I will have a better time if I'm like with people I like and like in a place that I'm comfortable sitting in. Than like having the best food of my life. That's just like a plus. Yeah. But like for example, this sounds so lame, but like <laughs> I'm really comfortable at like a place like Applebee's. Like, and I it's not that I like those stupid restaurants, but like I've always like just been fascinated by the fact that like if somebody wants to go to Applebee's, like I'm down to go just because like I'm comfortable there. Yeah. And the food sucks. Like I hate it <laughs> so it's much. Frozen food. I yeah. hate it's it. The whole point, like, <laughs> but you go I like for sitting there. I always go too. Like everyone goes and I'll I just get nothing or like tomato soup, but and that's it. Yeah, yeah, and it's but it's fun to just be there with everyone. Right. Because Sometimes you get a half off. I think it's because anything goes there. You think like in your head, like when I was like, in high school, everyone went to Applebee's and like anything would happen at Applebee's. Yeah, like, yeah. People would just maybe. Yeah, and, like, it's like made people. to be a friendly, like chill environment. Exactly, and I'm like a sucker for that. I I have to go into a restaurant and like just look at it, or even just look at it from the outside, and Will I can tell leave? if it's somewhere I want. Or you have to just sit somewhere. Or I mean, once I order, like I'm gonna stay, but like. Well, will you like sit down and be like, no? 
and then just walk out. I mean, I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have. Oh, shit. I have. It's so awesome. annoying because I'm like, I'm like a very easygoing person. But like when it comes to like me enjoying a meal, like you don't want to fuck with me. Like I <laughs> oh really God. just like oh need to that's be comfortable. Maybe Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why. That's so good. Yeah. Uh, or do you feel like, you know. We could try it. Hear something. Yeah. So I won't. Luckily, um, so what I have prepared is because, like I told you guys, I mean, I have the some of the band stuff out. I have Plus Side that I did with Precedence that's out to listen to. Um, and then other than that, I just have a lot of music, but it's like stuff that I'm. It's like in the works and that I want to record. So this is a song that um I just made a demo for. So. This is kind of like just something I, I haven't never done this live, but some of the guys like um, that know my music, like I've played it with them just like uh-huh. jamming. So this is just like a demo. So it's not going to sound, you know, like something that you're going to hear on the radio. <laughs> but um, but I actually I just like kind of cleaned it up at least enough to do. Awesome. So we got an exclusive. If this is an exclusive. Yeah. And then hopefully one day, <laughs> hopefully one of these days I'll have like some killer musicians on it and we'll get in the studio fuck yeah you will so yeah these are my midi tunes midi midi tones and and the shit that i came up with with the demo this it's called comatose by the way uh do we have like do i need um headphones or anything or should we put oh okay sure you can read the lyrics actually yeah that's okay yeah i mean let me hear it and we'll see. I guess we can. I, I'm sure it'll be loud enough. Yeah, be real. I'm not gonna be belting out this one. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that should be good. And it's showing up beautiful. Steve's a magician, guys. Is that? Lo- oh yeah, you need it louder because you're gonna be playing. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm only gonna play a short little solo and then I'm. You wrote this? Yeah, I wrote this. But uh, we can pause it and start over. Yeah, we know that's no, just bad because it's labeled no, bad. Get my next. I like having these on. mints right here, Tommy. Is that your touch? Did you put those? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, if you're gonna be you doing turned around, today. if you're gonna be doing a lot of no, talking, you want mints. It like this. <laughs> <laughs> just texted me. Did something go on? What is he? Let's see. Shock. He's. Oh, lucky Urkel, you want to have all. Ah. I have to re wet this reed. Mm, what is that? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about saxophones. So, this is like a. So, saxophones are woodwind oh, instruments. Yeah. Okay. And which means you need a reed to vibrate, vibrate. in the, the mouthpiece. Yeah. To create the sound. Wood, wind. Wood plus wind equals vibrate equals oh, sound. Fuck. Yes. Equals music that just blew my happiness. mind. Yes. <laughs> we went to go buy the other. What? So we, we got the sax. So think of it this the way. The vibration just travels through this saxophone, and that pretty much is what amplifies So that she's bond. not blowing air into it. No, I am. She oh. is, but the main, the main goal is to vibrate that reed. So the <laughs> noise we hear is, wait, is technically starting here. 
Yeah. And it's being transformed by, depending on which valves you press on here. Wow. To make the air flow in the waves. All different. instruments really interest me. Think of it. Like, I don't like understand. Too, I don't understand any instrument you blow into. I'm a string guy. Yeah. But <laughs> horns? I don't know. That's I just pretty cool. And then it's just the vibration that makes the sound. So then, like, think about like a trumpet. A trumpet doesn't have a reed, but you're vibrating your lips. Like you go like. Yeah. That's you're not really blowing into it. It's no. not like a like those Fitting. things on. You New are though. Ears, like right? air is definitely coming out of this. But it's the it's it's not shooting out of this. Like the way to play it is not you just blow into it like a whole like no. uh those things on New Year's or kazoo. No, or whatever. no. Like you don't blow that hard. No, your goal is to vibrate the mouthpiece. Is it like so like what just happened there? So like the air went through, but you didn't. It's not like if I blow, he's gonna get like a gush of air. <laughs> he doesn't feel anything. Blows him back. It's just like. But what's cool? Getting comp- like compressed here. Yeah. Like this is the source, and then it comes out everywhere. That's so cool. What's cool <laughs> is don't saxophones have like a spit valve too? Uh, no, I no. wish they did because no. by the end of a gig, I'm like going like this, um, and I have this, I have this like cloth. With, um, it's in my case actually. It's like. Oh. Um, a string. So like you put it in here <laughs> and you take the neck off and then you kind of pull the string with like a pe- there's different materials. Mine is just pipe like cleaner. <laughs> yeah, and you pull it out and it like gets all oh, you, you don't want w- like liquid to sit in there. Yeah. And then I have that like clown looking type thing, like that big fluffy oh, yeah, thing, which is like a pad saver, and then I put that in after. But chinchilla. if you like if you let <laughs> it's a chinchilla, yeah. <laughs> if you let the liquid the moisture like stay in there then you'll cause all all kinds of problems which i actually have a lot of problems with this horn right now like i have a lot of leaks there's a million things that can go wrong Mm -hmm. and i just have not been diligent enough or had the time to like get kind of like a setup you could say the theme here not enough time not enough time is it right it seems like the theme you have multiple saxophones yeah i do but i like this one and i don't want to go without it so like Mm -hmm. I need to find just, I also don't know how long it's going to take. Like some, like when I used to go to this guy up in Saratoga, he used to get it back to me within a few hours because he knew that I didn't live there. (laughs) But it depends on like how messed up it really is. I don't think it's really that messed up. I mean, I can play. But some, depending on how busy the shop is, like they could take it. Yeah, I don't know any like horn repair guys if it was a guitar no issue for like four people yeah i mean i have a guy i have a guy that's good and he'll definitely like prioritize me knowing that i'm like working yeah but like still i just a a kid from school especially like if it's a day back to practicing like if it's a day if it's like three days that i don't have any gigs those are three days that i really want to be practicing so and i could practice on my other horn but like i want to practice on this so it's like i haven't why do you have to wet the wood thing because it, because won't, it work. won't vibrate without moisture. So you have to just constantly keep mo- wetting that thing down. Well, once you're playing, it's wet. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, but like before you play. This isn't like an instrument. You're like, yo, play my guitar. Can I play your guitar? Like you can't you go. You don't want to share. Like and share a sax. Gross. Unless you have your own yeah. mouthpiece, which is still kind of. You can switch to swap mouthpieces. Let me try your sax. Like you it's can't. It's just kind of weird. No. Okay. Which is good. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't want people playing it. But like guitars, like. But yeah, guitars you could share and like. Yeah. All right, cool. So we're going to hear some Gabby Riel, everyone. Let's try it. Steve. Of the song? Wait, 
Well, your Instagram is, what is it? At Gabby Real Music? Yeah. So G-A-B-I-R-I-E-L music at, oh, <laughs> saying my email at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's like um, my Instagram, Facebook, my website's GabbyReal.com. I actually got that one without <laughs> having to add the music, which oh. feels so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. JoeRizzo.com's taken. Damn it. It's like a magician. Uh, just the shitty website, and but I could probably get it eventually. You know, just pay him out. But yeah, he 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 will fold. He'll probably take. He's well, I pay for my name. I pay for uh, my first. I used to blog like back in college a little bit. Thought I was going to be a blogger because I like to write. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have gabblegab.com, which I just renewed. I renew it every year, and I renew my full name, gabbyfeliciano.com, which I also have. So, well, not it's not my full name. Gabble Gab is you, right? Gabble. Gabble Gab. Yeah, Gabble Gab. Yeah, that's great. Gabble Gab. Yeah, that's me. So I any any domain name that I've ever owned, I still keep renewing because I know that like people are gonna want them at some point. Maybe they'll pay me. (laughs) Or maybe you will pay yourself. Maybe. Boom. Ooh. (laughs) All right. You wanna give this a shot? Yeah, does Steve have to do something or oh my god. Just hit play. Wait, but so is is the music gonna come out like is this is, is it, it getting picked up by my mic or you're gonna sync it later? Like I don't get it. It's it's streaming oh. in the board. Yeah. So they'll hear the music. I see. Okay, yeah. so that works. Yeah. Mm. You're hearing what they're hearing. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if the levels were gonna be off because it's strictly coming through here, but that makes the sense. The levels are up there, yeah. Word. All right. Let's do it. Let's get it. What's the name of the song? I haven't actually done this by myself either. Like I haven't actually ran this, so Whatever, we'll see how this goes. This is called comatose. Comatose. Yeah. Comatose. Yeah. The TV's got a funny way of showing where my mind goes. Got so much and much to walk out on my phone. Count one, two, three. It's killing me. Get up, rest up for tomorrow that may never come What's a better way of spending some time alone? It's better not to be alone I'll only turn up the heat cause you're my humidity And I can't hardly breathe And I can't hardly breathe I'll only rip up the sheets cause you're sleeping next to me you're my can't hardly breathe, and I can't hardly breathe. Take my hand and pull me close, send me into comatose. Take my hand and pull me close, send me into comatose. Take my hand and pull me close, send me into comatose. Take my hand and pull me close, send me into comatose. Oh, 
turn on the heat Cause you're my humidity And I can't hardly breathe And I can't hardly breathe I'll only rip off the sheets Cause you're sleeping next to me And I can't hardly breathe And I can't hardly breathe Take my hand and pull me close Send me into comatose Take my hand and pull me close Send me into comatose Take my hand and pull me close Send me into comatose Take my hand and pull me close Send me into... Take my hand and pull me close Send me into comatose Take my hand and pull me close Send me into Take my hand and pull me close Send me into comatose Take my hand and pull me close Send me into comatose That was awesome. Wow. Thanks. Actually, awesome. I totally cut out the second verse by a sax solo. <laughs> but I like meant to do that half as long, but just kind of got Dude, into it. Was, but yeah, whatever. That was cool. Got the chance. That was with your voice being bad. Yeah. Well, luckily, <laughs> like I said, I picked like an easy song. <laughs> I can imagine what it sounds like when you're like in perfect health. Yeah. I was Thanks. Thinking. I guess we'll see once I like hit the studio and really do it. I think Gabby might become like one of my favorite musicians. I've heard two songs by her. Yeah. <laughs> and I love both songs. Yeah. Thank you. That was was so good. Thank like you. Mine be plus side. I mean, I love plus side. I, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that song, oh, but that, yeah. I think also it's like half of it is just because I love what Precedence does. Like, like he's such a good writer. Like yeah. he just flows like really well. And yeah, he wrote that song, or you wrote your so we um, with plus side we kind of just got together um, and. I laid down the chords. I was like, these sound good, and he's really good um, with like the beats. So between my because he, he doesn't have as much like theory I guess and like musical knowledge in terms of like jazz chords and stuff like that but he really knows how to like write a verse and like write a beat so yeah. um we started that way and then we wrote the hook together and then yeah. he wrote a verse I wrote a verse I was just gonna say let's hear a little bit sure in case you don't know Shut it down. 
I love, yeah, I love it. He just has like an energy in all the songs, you know? It's like fun. He's yeah, like fun. So fun. His lyrics are awesome. Yeah. yeah. So here's a really, so you know music theory. Yeah. Really nerdy question. Like, so you said like you like arranged the chords there. Mm-hmm. Since you're jazzy, like those sounded like, like seven chords. Yeah. Okay. Gotta love the seven chords. Yeah. Yeah. Once I actually, so like, like how I said, I started like really actually playing, like playing, playing in college, like learning how to improvise and that stuff. I, uh, it was, I sat in with the jazz octet of my school, like, which played every other Wednesday night downtown. I sat in with them. I, I knew no standards. Like, I just, I didn't know anything, but um, I just, like, I guess had a good enough ear to, like, play some of the chord changes <laughs> and, like, sit in on a couple tunes. We probably did a couple blueses, so it was, like, blues is easy to blow on. Our... Yeah, as long as you're playing. Right. But, like, it went well, so they were, like, um, the sax player at the time was like, I'm graduating, can you take my spot? And I was like, sure, like, whatever. And I remember the first day that I went in, I had no idea, like, what chord changes were, like, what a seven chord was. Like, I had no idea. I knew that I played it, I knew the sound of it, but I didn't, like, really know. But, yeah, that's, like, all part of it, I guess. Yeah, like, the, the rush course of music. <laughs> it was rushed for sure, because, like, in two weeks, they were like, we're going to just play for three hours, like, mm. all these tunes. And yeah. I had no idea what jazz really was. I still don't. Like, I still really don't. I can't even – I'm not a jazz musician. I just enjoy studying it because I think it's, like, the thing that's taught me the most about music. So I still continue to, like, learn solos from, like, the greats and all that stuff. But yeah. jazz musicians are crazy. Like, they're yeah. crazy. I can't even – like, listening to them is just – have Man. you ever worked with, no, she never works with the, nah, no, um, Bushati. no, the guy who came on the pod, the jazz musician who plays piano, no, not him, long time ago, uh, he's in Shout Out, or he works for Leo, Niji. I don't know, I think so. Niji. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys would work well together. Yeah, we, we, we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, cool. yeah. <laughs> that cool. would be great. Yes. Okay. That's so right. wait. That so comatose cool was about. I'm guessing your boyfriend now. Um. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times, like, I just kind of like write random stuff. Oh. And this is what like I tell like him. <laughs> like, there might never be a song. Well, I'm not gonna say never, but there might never be a song that like is like fully about him because I don't write like so concretely. I'll just write, like, what I think. Yeah, like, I don't know how that happened. I just, like, those lyrics, I just think they're cool. Okay. And, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it's like you're just writing what you're feeling. Yes. Yeah, so there are definitely parts. It's a feeling, exactly. Like, if a painter paints a woman, it's just not painted in her. (laughs) Right. But it's inspired from somewhere. Yeah, like, there's definitely lyrics in there that are more concrete, like, I'll only rip off the sheets when you're sleeping next to me, like, because yeah. I'm always cold, for example. Like, yep. you know, like, there, certain things are a little bit more concrete in this song, but other stuff, it's just kind of, like, random. Yeah. Yeah. You just write and just go with it. That's the writing. What's your, like, process when you're writing a song? Will you just sit down and, you, I guess you won't r- stop till it's done, right? Uh no, I definitely stop. <laughs> I have so many songs that aren't finished. That's why I'm glad we did this because at least I like kind of finished the arrangement. Literally for this, like I need deadlines. <laughs> I work on deadlines that if I don't have them. Yeah, yeah, like literally. So 
And I was like, oh, I could write a, a bridge, but maybe I'll just write bridge chords and then sing the chorus, like the hook over that. Mm-hmm. Keep it. It's an R&B tune. Like it doesn't have to be like so com- like so complicated. Even though I can definitely get too complicated. And that's but like your like a song for Gabby Riel. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Thanks. Spotify. It'll be on Spotify. So who makes the beats for that? I did. Oh, nice. Yeah, but like we're not. I'm not, we're not going to use that. Like I, I'm. I learned enough about like producing to make demos, but nothing that I feel good enough releasing the way it is. Like, just so I want real music. musicians on that. Just something behind your lyrics, just so you something can sing to it. Exactly, and so I can finish a song. Right. You know, because right. even though I play keys enough and guitar enough to like learn some songs and like write music, it's not enough for me to really get the full picture of the song. Like, right. I hear like the bass, I hear the drums, but I can't play them. Um, I mean, I'm learning too, but like, it's just easier to just like, if I want to finish the song as much as I can in that sitting, just to have something, it's easier to just go in like with my like, keyboard and just like plop it that way. Yeah. Um, and that way, like I have like actual music that like I, anybody could play. If I have a demo, like just listen to it, hear the chords. So that feels good too, like knowing that I don't have to rely on anybody. Like I do have the songs in their form. Yeah, yeah, it's super helpful, probably to like the band members to be like, all right, I got, I got it exactly. Right, you know, some cool things I could throw in there. Exactly, and but I'm definitely like I always say this, like I'm definitely a band girl. Like I, I don't always, I don't want to do it all on my own. Like even as much as in life, I like don't like asking for help, and like I do like doing things on my own. As far as music goes, like everything I know is from working with other people and like jamming with people, More playing fun. with bands. So like, yeah. even though like this is my song now, like. I am with with the guys that I'm going to be playing with. Like, I totally welcome what they want to add to it because I, yeah. I can't imagine it in my head. Yeah, and I don't think people realize like when I see like all these people, like these pop stars, up on stage with like no band and like just back up down. I was like, I don't think people realize what it's like when you're playing with a band and like you're all like just on. Mm-hmm. Like that feeling is it's like a high. Mm-hmm. Like you. It's like you feel like no matter what you do, you can't sound bad. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not the best player in the world, so I've definitely tried to sound bad. But, like, when you're with a good band. Tried to sound yeah. bad. <laughs> no, it's true. I have to give a lot of credit to, like, everybody that I've played with. Because, like, especially, like, being the lead singer or whatever, like, a lot, you represent the band. Whoever you're working with, you, like, are representing them. And so, obviously, you need to be good and you need to, whatever, do your job well. But people are always like coming up to you and like saying you guys are great like you're awesome cuz like you're the one that they're looking at a lot especially people who don't really know music as well and they're not list- they're not hearing yeah, how good everybody, everybody really you're is the face right. of the band like i always have to give credit to them cuz i'm like if my drummer sucked if my guitar player sucked or didn't know the chords like you literally wouldn't have enjoyed your you literally wouldn't have heard the songs yeah, <laughs> cuz i'm not doing it like i'm just <laughs> yeah. playing saxophone and singing like so and what I've also realized, like, playing in so many cover bands and stuff like that now is how important, I mean, how important all the musicians are, but a drummer is, like, so important. Like, people leave, like, so, like, drunk, whatever, like, with all their friends, like, they had the, and they're like, I had the best time, you guys are the best band I've ever seen, like, I had so <laughs> much fun. And a lot of times they don't realize it's because the drummer laid it down so perfectly, so heavy, that, like, they don't know where that where that's coming from like the drummer like guides it from. right like, yes yeah, yeah they, they have uh, no idea why they loved the music so much they just did and they'll give the credit to the singer whatever but like it's not 
like it is but it's like they don't people don't realize like what really goes into it yeah right. shout out to drummers shout out to drummers so something that i wanted uh, to bring up yeah like i noticed like doing all this stuff with like musicians and stuff i love when we're just talking and then like they go to perform and like they sound completely different like your singing voice is very different from your talking voice oh you think so i think so Weird. which is cool like i just didn't like, even though, like, I've heard you sing before, so I don't know why I was, like, surprised to, like, hear your voice again. <laughs> well, it also depends on what I'm singing. Like, now that I, like, study so much repertoire and, like, I have so many songs that I sing, you yeah, you probably wouldn't recognize my voice yeah. on, like, a rock tune or yeah, something. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just find it interesting when, like... Were you holding back a little just so you didn't fuck up the voice? Oh, for sure. Yeah. But it's, an e like I said, like, that song, even when I go into the studio, I'm not going to be belting it out whatsoever. I'll probably be, like, half whispering. Mm -hmm. I mean, it'll sound better, but it'll be kind of like this. Yeah. That's just the vibe. Did you want to do another one? Uh, I don't think so. No. That was good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go out on top. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. One and done. Yeah, no, that's good. That's the way to go. Yeah. We went for two hours. I got to start. Pa I didn't pack for Africa. <laughs> I, got it. I do have to go. Um, I think we we kind of know the answer, but maybe to sum it up a little better, we like to ask if the whole world was listening, you had every person's attention at the same time, whatever you would want to tell them, like what's the message you would want to convey to people? Mm, I would say open up your ears and like really start listening because there's like a lot of knowledge out there about the world and about yourself. And if you just like open up your ears, like it's there, like all the knowledge in, in the world is like here at our fingertips and you kind of just have to be open to it. That sounds so hippie, open but like eyes. just like <laughs> being woke. open. Yeah, stay woke because there's so much knowledge and so much experience and yeah, you just have to be open. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I like Be it. opening new shit, guys. All right, Mike? That was for you. That was for me. Thank you. Told, just telling you. You're just telling me. Be open. I am open. Hit him All with right. the open. I am open. <laughs> <laughs> what was that move? Oh, I don't, How I don't know. Oh, you're the open up. Oh, this. Yeah, you just do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's a reverse. <laughs> this is like open up, yo. All right, cool. Gabby Riel, how do we find you everywhere? One more time. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Gabby Riel Music, Twitter uh, slash Facebook, Gabby Riel. I think it's music or maybe just Gabby Riel. And my website, GabbyRiel.com. And uh, YouTube, all that stuff. Hell yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for Thanks coming thank on. You. This will also be the final podcast for now until Joe returns from his excursion. Have fun. Have a good time. Change some lives. Hope so. And David back. Might, I don't want to end mine, yo. I'm going bungee jumping off the biggest bridge in the world. Yo. If you die, I'm going to be pissed. But what a way to die. Yeah, if I go out like that, I mean, I'm gonna this was a good last pod. Yo. <laughs> this was a good last pod. <laughs> Just in case. I'll Just continue them case, on if you yeah, die. I love I'll you guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Um, Peace. That's it. Peace. Oh, wait. Mikey. Did oh, you do your thing? No, I got to do my thing. No, I got to do my thing. Don't leave. Make sure that you can write a story with Make your sure life. That you can write a story with your life. If you didn't, you did something you wrong. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you liked what you heard, please give us reviews, ratings, and likes, and all that stuff. It helps us so much more than you know. Uh, feel free to hit me up 
if you want to be a guest, if you have an opinion on something, or if you just want to talk. <laughs> Thanks again, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.